Welcome, everybody, to the latest episode of Hot Rod Blues. I am your host, Sean Brereton. This is uh, Season 2, Episode 6. And uh, with me today is... Sean Young, Kingfish Metalworks. Mike Abbott, Steel Rose Metal Co. And our special guest, Alan Hutch Hutchison. Does From anybody, does anybody call you Alan? Yes. Really? Okay. I, all of my people at my new work call me Alan. Okay. <clears throat> and his mother... She well, called me William Allen when she was mad at me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I didn't want to go in the house then. <laughs> well, now, actually, the Allen is the out of the car world. Okay. The car world knows me as Hutch. Okay, I yeah. got you. Yeah, so that's the. If somebody calls me Allen, you don't. You haven't known me in the car world very long. Ah, okay. <laughs> so, nice. Mike Mike Abbott has a similar story. If they call him Michael, they it's usually someone who knew him from jail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, if they, and if they call me Charles, yeah. they're from the government. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Well, uh, so so I need to turn my phone off for somebody actually calls me. Not, that, not that anybody ever calls me. Good. I mine in the truck. Good. Yeah. See, you I'm very learned. respectful. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah. Uh, but, we have uh, nicknames for Sean. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, we developed one at Bonneville one year. I don't oh. think he liked it a whole lot, though. I thought it was hilarious. Everybody else did. Please. Know, we called him Free Lance. We started naming him Lance because his, his, <laughs> he put a big poster in our tent, mm-hmm. you know, advertising his uh, My banner. enthusiast network. Right. My banner. It's right. probably here. I'm sure. It's I'm surprised hanging. you don't have a picture of me on the wall somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a big thing through it. Ghostbusters. So his, his, his yeah. banner says, you know, freelance photography. And, you know, I'm always looking for something funny. I said, what's up, Lance? Oh, why you call me Lance? That's where you, your, your banner says you're free Lance. Free Lance. <laughs> yeah. That could be worse, Sean. That's not That's bad, right. That's not bad at all. No, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's okay. I can, de- I can deal with it for That's sure. Right. So, um, but anyway, we got to, uh, let's, let's kind of tell who Alan Hutchinson is because, uh, you know, obviously you and I met how many block. years ago? Power block. Yeah, but how many years ago? Golly. That would have been 10? probably 2012, yeah. 10, yeah, 11, about 10, 10, about 10 ago, years yeah. ago or so. Yeah. Um, I think I was over the Red Galaxy. Yep. yep. You had the Red Galaxy, and I had the 55. And I didn't know who he was. And I didn't uh, know who he was. He'd come up to me and say, hey, Hutch, how you doing? I was like, who the heck is this? Yeah. And now we've become buddies. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yep. I was a, a fanboy of Hutch. And, <laughs> so, you know. He still is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not as much anymore, but yeah. <laughs> he works for Mitsubishi now, so. I'm just glad I don't work for Mazda. He'd be calling me all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I, I need some parts for that thing back there. Epic. No, but anyway, we um, we met in, it was like February. Yes. At RTM Studios, and um, Street Machine Nationals was was doing the interview part of Power Nation, Mm-hmm. And they, at the time, uh, Acceleration Media had a uh, media partnership with them. And okay. they were like, hey, because they're out of, I think they're out of like Indiana or something. They were like, hey, do you know anybody down there that has a car that would kind of represent DeCoin? Because okay. they were talking about Street Machine Nationals and DeCoin. I said, well, I've got my car, you know, whatever. He said, me, me, yeah. me. No, I was like, I was like, you know, I mean, I've been there every year for you know forever and stuff um but i don't know if it's good enough or whatever and they said send me a picture so i sent a picture and they were like yeah perfect so um so 
I took my car up there and I borrowed, I believe it was Alan Piercy's enclosed trailer. He let me, he let me take his enclosed trailer because the weather was supposed to be bad. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, was it bad? It was ice. Oh, oh wow. It was ice. It was on the way home. Y- yeah. Well, on the way there, we had had ice like the week before. Mm-hmm. And the day of, it snowed its butt off down in Mississippi. But yes. it was like, like, it was like Tennessee. It was probably six miles from 40. The whole way was yeah. like, it was snow all down, all down where he lived down. Mississippi side and um but 40 was missing whole chunks of the top layer of the road really like yeah because because of the ice from the the week before okay and it was just chunked up and I'm talking I'm talking the size of 18 wheelers wow I'm driving this yeah and I'm driving this trailer that is not mine with the car in the back and whatever and I'm autocrossing on 40 trying to get around all these right you know all these major chunks of stuff and man it was it was i had never been so stressed in my life you know take it because i'd never driven a i'd never pulled a enclosed trailer either so it was kind of it was kind of freaky for me yeah and, it was uh, rough. that's where we met yeah it was rough yeah so uh, <clears throat> so he was uh obviously they whoever was supposed to be on there something couldn't be because of all the weather i had a heart so attack they, Oh, there you wow. go. There was a guy running a Torino, and he had had a heart attack. And I, I had done a show called uh, Search and Restore. Uh-huh. The best first time I've ever been to Power Block with Tim Strange. And we, we built a 48 Ford truck on the show. And that's how I got in with all the Power Block folks. <clears throat> of course, working for George at the time, you know, we'd love to have some George's cars. So uh, we had took, he had a 56 Chevrolet that yeah. had been built up in Michigan. Really, really nice car. And uh, so we took that over. George went. And that was the first time he'd been there. And uh, George had never driven the car. I mean, it was, this was a million-dollar car. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had loaded out of the trailer, and uh, they wouldn't let us in. I, I text the production manager. Outside, 95 degrees. We're not happy. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, when I come back yeah. from the door, George is gone. The car is gone. George is gone. <laughs> Where's George? All of a sudden, I see a cloud of smoke. Here it comes flying down the road. George <laughs> wanted to drive it. <laughs> oh, he went for, went for a ride. So that was the, you know, we took that car for the show. And then they, they, they wanted the Torino. So we took the Torino back over there. Yeah. And then this, this situation was, they said, if we ever need you, can we call you? I said, sure, I can be here today. No problem. So they called me and said, we need a car. I had a heart attack. Supposed to be here. That's back when you used to have the cars on the show. Yeah. And Courtney would do a special on them. Sure. Yeah. And uh, we need a car. I said, Man, I got a black and white 56 Chevrolet I'd love to bring over there. The leggings are built. We don't want a black or a white car. I said, what about a black and white car? I said, no, we, we got several dark-colored cars. We need something else. How about a red car? So I sent them a picture of the red car. Perfect. 63 Galaxy convertible, 406 tri-power car. Gotcha. So they wanted it. And I was there. I think we were getting ready to go in, and Sean come up and spoke to me and told me who he was and where he worked and all. And yeah. That's how we met. Yeah. So been friends ever since. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, but yeah. So, Hutch obviously he's he said George a few times, but uh, Hutch took care of George's George Poteet's collection for eleven years. Wow. Eleven years. That's yeah. pretty neat. I, I you got to see a lot of a lot of neat stuff. I did. Man. I did. I got to do a lot of things I wouldn't ever got to do. Yeah, like for going sure. to Bonneville. I probably would never went to Bonneville not working for George. Uh, are you are you going this year, perchance? No. no. I think we are. He's done, yeah, you, he's we, done we, with Bonneville. <laughs> I've okay. done Bonneville a lot. And all it does is make me want to spend a lot of money. 
Uh, and yeah. uh, so, and uh, you know, I love to participate. He is I'm, a drag. He is a drag racer, after all, which I'm, means you know you just keep spending and oh, until yeah. you blow something up. And I, then you I've, do it again. I've been racing since I was well, thirteen years old, pretty much. Gotcha. And uh, started working. <clears throat> little history on me since John started. Um, U.S. seventy-eight Dragway, Myrtle, Mississippi, mm-hmm. was a big deal back in the eighties. Clay Milliken used to come down there. That's how yeah. Clay and I become friends. Okay, from running working down there. My parents were not into cars. Cars were transportation to my parents. Right. Now, my dad had a like a 49 Dodge truck that yeah. he drove to work. And yeah. It was red, and I loved it because it was like Sanford and Son. You know, I love Sanford and Son. And when I was six years old, I said, I'm going to have me a 51 Ford truck like Fred Sanford. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, my neighbor had a 61 Ford Starliner, Galaxy Starliner. He, he bought it in 1967. And drove it every day until 1986. Wow. Put 450,000 miles on it, three engines, five transmissions, a bunch of rear ends, but it was Whoa. a black 61 high post starliner. And my other neighbor was a drag racer at USA 8 Dragway, had a 66 Falcon. So when I was 10, 11 years old, they took me to the drag strip. I yeah. Was, I was hooked. Loved it. Loved yes. It. And at Myrtle, of course, like a lot of things now, if you're 12 around, you get in free. Right. right. Well, the guy I raced with, he was a jokester, and that's, that's kind of where I get a lot of my stuff from. Because if he liked you, you mess with you. If he don't, you wouldn't talk to you. Right. Sure. And uh, so I got in for like four years for free. Wow. Would pull in, he hunkered down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Look a little shorter. I, I, yeah. We had a 69 Ford pickup we pulled this Falcon with on a, a homemade trailer. And uh, we were all three riding in the truck, hunkered down a little bit so you looked shorter, you know. So I got in free for like three years. Oh, know? man. Yeah, and then the track owner, Bear Watch, found out about it. He called Bobby. Hill, Hill and Robbins was the team we raced with, that I raced with, and uh, <clears throat> he called the owner of the car and said, y'all been ripping me off. You've been getting that boy in free for two years. They went over giving give him $20 and made him happy. <laughs> 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 but uh, that's where I started racing. Like I say, when Clay and I got to visiting, we, I said, you probably got some time slips I filled out because I went to I went to the races at Myrtle and, and Fulton and Blue Mountain, you know, for, sure. for several years, and I started driving when I was 15. Went down the track when I was 13 years old for the first time in a Camaro of all things. I still got the time slip. <laughs> wow. And uh, But I started working at the track. I would figure out the time, the, the spots, mm-hmm. and fill out the cards. We had a PVC pipe. We were up in the tower. Mike Upchurch, I think a lot of y'all know Mike yeah. Upchurch. Yeah, I do. Mike's a huge influence on me. And, I, you know, Mike and I hooked back up on Facebook. I found out I was an influence on him, too. And we, we, wow. we've been friends ever since, you know, since, like, 84. Gotcha. And uh, <clears throat> so uh, – I started working at the racetrack, and I was, like I say, when I was 15, 16 years old, I had a job at a grocery store, and then when I got to be 16 or 17, I got a job at the Ford dealership. I was working there part-time mm-hmm. and at the grocery store, and then I would work at Blue Mountain on Friday night and Myrtle on Saturday night. So, What, were you, doing? what were you doing there? At the track? Yeah. I uh, started out starting line. Oh, excuse me. That water's tough. <laughs> the, uh, would you like some of this? Water? I would work. The, <laughs> I would work the starting line at Blue Mountain on Friday night because I'm 15, 16 years old. Yeah, and I don't get home at three or four o'clock in the morning. Right on Saturday morning from working the starting line at Blue Mountain. Well, I go to the grocery store at seven o'clock on Saturday morning, and I work there till like three, and then I go to Myrtle at four, and then work all night, and mm-hmm. get back home three or four o'clock in the morning, and go to the grocery store and work on Sunday. Wow. So, but it worked out pretty good because if I ever got grounded. Mama, you, you can't go racing. Well, Mama, that's my job. You know, I had to go to work. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Oh, so you were working and you that's were right, still racing, right? right? Wow. Now, my Mustang, my daddy told me, 
knew they didn't you know they like racing they watch racing but they didn't want me racing and i'm in i'm living at home my dad's favorite catch you racing the mustang i'm gonna put on blocks high enough you can mow under it Wow. I've got some pictures of it at the drag strip back in the 80s. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Even my old 51 Ford truck had flathead six over that I got when I was 13, which yeah. I still own. I still got my first car, my first truck, and oh. my first wife. So I'm <laughs> yeah, that's well. doing that's well. a big deal. Doing <laughs> well. Good for you, man. Good for so, you. Uh, but uh, I had a flathead six over, and I made a pass with it at Myrtle. ran like 19 seconds in a 500-foot track, but I was, I was having a blast, you know. So <laughs> you can almost run that fast. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> But I, I've been around this a long time. I never one thing I never got experience for Lakeland Dragway. I wished I'd got to see that. Yeah. That closed before I got started. I got you. So like I said, I've got, I got started in the mid eighties racing and I've had some form of race car or I raced something I own ever since then. Really? Wow. Yeah. I, you know, it's a, it's it looks addicting. I I've uh I've made a pass or two, but I've I've never really dove in. Right. I, I enjoy it. I, I you do every time you leave Mike's. I, shop. Well, right. I do. I, and I'm an idiot. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm the world famous Hollywood dragon. I, right? I know. Light them up, y'all. Well, I, I had a talk with George. I had a '91 Mustang GT. I've been racing, mm-hmm. and I don't really like the GT bodies. I like the coupe bodies. So yeah. I, I bought a Georgia police car. If I was going to build a new race car out of, I talked to George. So I'm going to take my GT and I'm going to do a 150 mile per hour Bonneville car. No. Oh, yeah. Throw a little five liter together. I'm not going for a record. Just, hey, I did it, you know. Right. Throw a little five liter together, five speed, three or four hundred horsepower. Go five, you know, go, you know, go 150 easy. I went 140 stock. Right. Yeah. Not on the salt. Right. We'll do it on highway, not on salt. So, George said, don't spend all that money. Just take my 61, go out there. I got a new set of tires for it. Just take that out there and run it. It'll oh. run 170. And uh, I said, okay. So I started doing the math on it. I was building the new Mustang, the 91 Coupe. Yeah. By the time you buy the fuel, it's 2,000 miles. It's 4,000 miles over and back. Hotel rooms are $250 a night, minimum of five or six nights. It's $650 to enter, much less the fuel. you got to have somebody else. you got to have a trailer yeah, because you can't drive any race car on salt. <clears throat> I got to do the math on it. It's going to cost me about $10,000 just to go oh, out there and do it. Right. I said, man, $10,000 goes a long way toward that new race car. Yeah, and, yeah uh, for so sure. That, that kind of hindered my Bonneville experience, but I mean, to do it because I want to participate. Yeah, I got and, you. Uh, you know, being out in a, now, of course, now going out there with the speed demon, you're superstars because you're the baddest thing on the salt. Yeah. Everybody wants to talk to you when you're part of the crew. So it's awesome being part of the, the best thing there. Yeah. You know, so then, and, and there's a lot of good folks in the speed. I've made a lot of good friends with the speed demon crew out of California. So. Dig that, man. All the Maxwell guys. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Rasky, yeah. Uh, Steve White, you know, all the ones that build the car. So. Yeah. But I'll tell you, the TV show I did, The Search and Restore, I, I probably made. A lot of a lot of friends off of that show that we've been friends. I did that. I did that show in 2011, mm-hmm. and uh, so I watched. <clears throat> I watched uh, Tim Strange on Oil and Whiskey. Um, he did. I hadn't watched that yet. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. So he talked a lot about, about Search and Restore. Yeah, well, so, he, he was which in Illinois. I never, I never watched Search and Restore. I never knew anything about it. He but, lived yeah. in Illinois. He moved to Tennessee to do the Search and Restore right, show. Right, that's so what he said. Yeah. I met him at Pomona because the show was on. And they were asking for volunteers. And uh, well, I went to the Roadster Show, the LA Roadster Show, and him and Tommy Boschers were out there yeah. and promote the show, you know. <clears throat> I didn't know Tim from Adam. Never heard of him. I don't I don't follow the <clears throat> the custom cars like he builds, right. like he used to be. I mean, he right. builds some really great cars now. But the custom cars, like the lead sleds and stuff, I didn't really follow. That wasn't my – I like muscle cars and hot rods and trucks. Mm-hmm. But the lead sled, and he built some really nice ones in the past, had a lot of magazine articles and stuff. But gotcha. I, I never heard of him until the show. <clears throat> I go up to him at Pomona <clears> – <throat> I said, hey, you going to build any Fords on the show? 
Because all they built was Jeeps and trucks and you know, right. Chevrolet. They had one Mustang on the first season. I said, you yeah. don't build me Ford? He said, we got an F1 coming up. I said, sign me up. I said, look, I've emailed three or four times. I can't get a response. Yeah. And it was going through the power block. So Tim, he said, this is my email. Email me and we'll get you set up. And this was before I worked for George. Okay. <clears throat> this is when I had my shop. And then after I went to work for George, they called me and said, hey, we want you to come to the show. Like, cool. So I can put the air conditioner on, you know. Mm-hmm. I've been a vintage air dealer for almost 20 years now with my shop, and gotcha. I do a lot of vintage air. I still sell vintage air. I uh, don't have a shop right now to install it, but I, I do sell it still. Mm-hmm. Ordered two kits this week. Wow. <clears throat> hey, I'm building a shop if you need yeah. a place to. I've sold you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he actually sold me one, too. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> but, uh, so, um, but, yeah, I, made, I did the show. We had a lot of fun on the show, and I wound up doing more than just the air conditioner. And it, it was funny, a, a big car builder, Chris Ryan, yeah. Out of 96 South Carolina, he's built some awesome cars. He was on the show, and he had been there the previous week. I didn't know that. Tim had somebody canceled, so Chris hung around and stayed for the show. And I'm working my tail off. <clears throat> Up and down, I'm, I'm a little smaller and younger then. That's a long time ago. <laughs> that's 2011, so that's a long time ago. And uh, <clears throat> I'm just working on everything. I'm wiring. I'm putting air conditioning in, radiator. I'm doing the transmission lines. You know, whatever it takes to get the vehicle done. Yeah. And you know, it had a 302 in it, and you know, we need to get it running. Of course, that's my forte is one of those. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> Chris Ryan, he says, who is this old guy? Now, I got gray hair. I had, I've had gray hair since I was 15 years old. Yeah. And he said, who is this old guy? He's making me look bad. He's all over this truck. And I'm asking Tim, who's that guy sitting in the chair ain't doing nothing? <laughs> <laughs> but he was there as a fill-in. So, uh, <clears throat> so Chris said I was an old guy. Well, we go to lunch one night about 10 o'clock. We'd work late. He said, how old are you? What is this, 23? I was 40-something then. You know, I'm 51 now, so yeah. I guess I've been 40. <laughs> yeah. I said, I'm 40. He says, crap, you're younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> so now we always talk about Chris being the old man now. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. But um, it was funny. On that show, I went in the last week. I don't do paint and body. I can't stand it. I don't have the patience for it. Yeah. Paint and body guys said they don't have the patience for mechanical work. Right. So I got over there to do the air conditioner. Well, they didn't have all the stuff to do it. I said, no, this was on Monday. The engine was in. We wired it. I said, we wired it on Monday. I said, we'll have this running tomorrow to the producer. He says, oh, no, we never crank them on Tuesday. It's always Friday, the last thing we do. I said, we'll have it running tomorrow. No problem. He said, I don't believe it. I said, okay. So about 3 o'clock on Tuesday, like I said, we started Monday. Yeah. 3 o'clock on Tuesday, I got everybody else. We're ready to crank it. I said, uh, is it going to crank? I said, you're not going to have all that drama. You're not going to have the backfiring and the popping and the smoke. It's going to fire right up. Well, how do you know that? I said, I've said everything. I mean, I absolutely set the time, and I set everything before we fired it. <clears throat> Made about a half turn, boom, fired right up, run like a charm. They were all like, this never happens. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you didn't have me. There you go. Amen. So, uh, and that's how Hutch that. became a host. <laughs> <laughs> Even when, when Tim introduced me on the show, he said, we got this guy named Alan Hutchison. And they said, everybody in the car world knows him as Hutch. And that's the way it was. And, and I did something, <clears throat> if you drive an old car to the show, Mm-hmm. Like Chris had took his Lincoln and, and Cadillac and stuff like that. If you drive an old car to the show, they feature the car a little bit. Well, George has still got the, the 48 Ford truck. It's yeah. blue now. It was green then. It said Poteet on the side. It had some hand painting and stuff on it. And it was hand brushed sure. back then. So I drove that over there in case we needed to use it for reference. Because, you know, you got 40 people have been working on a truck. We didn't know what was lost or what was going to need. So they wanted to film in the truck. So, well, Tim and I had ra- harassed each other a little bit on Monday. Well, when it comes to Tuesday, it was time to do our intros. Yeah. So they had me pull up in the truck. I, I guess I pulled up 15 times to try to get a 
you know, a good video because everything you, I put Optima battery in 20 times, you know, I had to pick, pick it up and hold it, pick it up and hold right. it, you know, because they were one of the sponsors. <clears throat> so I pulled up, I did a few little intros, you know, high them out or whatever. And uh, they said, I said, can I do whatever I want to do? Oh, mm-hmm. well, yeah, have all the fun you want, especially if you're going to rest him, like you said when we were resting Sean. Yeah. <clears throat> so I pull up in the truck, get out of the truck, I said, we're going to go, hey, I'm Alan, I'm, we're going to go show Tim how to build a Ford truck. <laughs> Just like they put it on the show. The producer thought it was the greatest thing. He said, nobody messes with Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a lot of fun with that. And then I felt bad about it later. So, oh, no, I don't, I've only known Tim two days, you know, and I'm already messing with him. And the producer said, oh, it's going on the show. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool deal. You know, um, I built that truck for a guy in Pennsylvania. It was his grandfather's truck. Wow. So it was a good story. The Search and Restore show was an overhauling base show, yeah. but it wasn't done in a week. It was done in a four-week program. Gotcha. You had different crews that come in. And we still had deadlines, mm-hmm. but it wasn't hurry up, get it done. It wasn't stolen, you know, stuff like that. Even though they, everybody submitted their vehicles. They chose them. Yeah. They met with them, and it was, a, it was a really good deal. It was really touching. Neat. George picked on me about it. We were at one of the Memphis Street Rod Club meetings, and I, I used to go to some of those, and, and George said, hey, Hutch, come here. Won't you, these guys don't want to talk to you. What was that show you was on, Search and Destroy? <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, I, I you know, made the video, and he was laughing about me making this. And George, I'm just riding your coattails is all I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. But the kind of guy George is, I, I had to take a week off of work. Yeah. And I said, I want to take a week off, no pay. And uh, he said, uh, no. I said, yes, this is my deal. It's, it's for a deal. He said, mm. nope, I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you hotel room. I'm going to pay all your food. And wow. uh, I had to have shirts. We had to wear the same shirt every day. Yeah. Well, George's deal used to be called Camel Toe Racing. Yes. Right. Well, my shirt said Camel Toe Racing. Nice. <laughs> when I'm filling out the paperwork for the show, it says Camel Toe Racing. The producers come to me, are you messing with us? I said, no, that's the name. He says, well, we can't put that on the show. <laughs> said, well, that's what it is. And sure enough, if you watch the credits, Alan Hutchison, Camel Toe Racing. Nice. <laughs> that's awesome. Yes, that's hilarious. It's actually on I, the back of the panel. That's right. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I get it more is. comments about that. Oh, yeah. I can know where I go. People are like, Camel Toe Racing, that's funny. That's a, lot funny. Of, yeah. a lot of people but, don't know what it is. And, yeah, yeah. Well, wait a minute, though. Wait, I, I want you to back up, though. Like Before you get into all that with George, I, I want you explain how you how you started working with george well, like what's what's the story behind that because it was like i mean it's it's kind I, of a cool it kind is. of cool I story met george gosh back in the mid early 90s um i don't always want to meet george i don't care that george has money money's mm-hmm. never bothered george's ford guy did yeah. you know who he was i met george when he had the cobra and didn't know who he was he come to tupelo at a via factory outlet show by himself in a big stacker truck and trailer and unloads this 1966 427 SC Cobra. Wow. By himself. I didn't know who he was. I'd, I'd never seen a real Cobra before till then, you know. Right. Holy crap, I don't, I don't know who this guy is. Well, then I got to know Jerry Kyle down in Shannon, Mississippi. Used to build a bunch of cars for George. Yeah. And uh, I'm a diehard 61 Starliner fan because of my neighbor. I love that car. I always wanted one. Just fell in love with that car when I was three years old and just loved that car ever since. And I knew George had some Starliners, and I knew he was a diehard Ford guy. And when I got hooked up with Kyle, and Kyle said, "Well, let's let's take you to the farm sometime." But you didn't know George. At, I didn't know George at, at, at that all. point. He knew about him because okay, he, so he had, you knew the name. He had you been in Hot Rod at that point as okay. the blue collar collector, 
back when the sniper was built. So that would have been 94, 95. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And that's how I, I seen him in the hot rod. And I'd heard about him before. So you knew he was in the place. area yeah, yeah. and all that. Yeah. And back then he only had one building. The shop I used to work in, he had one building and that yeah. was it. Yeah. And he had 10 or 12 cars. But uh, I wanted to meet him because he was a Ford guy. And uh, back then he was not very talkative. Uh, yeah. You know, if you got high, that was about it. That was for his celebrity. Yeah. You know? right. He's still not super yeah. talking. Well, he's not. Yeah. Once you get him open up, like yeah. on a podcast, Once you he talks know a lot. Him, but, yeah. Yeah. You know, he's, you know, he, would, he loves talking about Bob and about the old cars. You know, he can take that or leave it because yeah. he's done everything. Yeah. But yeah. he loves talking about Bonneville. But, you know, I got introduced to him at a rod run down in Tupelo, Mississippi, they used to have at the Natchez Trace Hotel. And uh, by Jerry Kyle's son, Carrie passed away from cancer. Yeah. But Carrie uh, introduced him to me. He said, he may not talk to you. I don't know. So I walked up. Carrie said, George, this guy wants to meet you. His name's Hutch. He said, hi. And went back to what he was doing. And Carrie uh, said, well, tell him what you're, you're looking for. I said, well, I'm looking for a 61 Starliner. He looked at me, pulled up a chair, said, have a seat. And that's how our whole relationship started. Wow. Because he said, I got two of them up here at Holly Springs. Come up to my farm sometime, look at my stuff, see if you can build something out of one of them. Well, they were pretty rough. I couldn't take, I couldn't build them. But that's how our whole relationship yeah. started. Was over sixty-one Starliner. He's wow. a Starliner guy. He yeah. he was. He and, sure and, was. And, and why he had twenty-five? Of well, he had them, eleven Starliners at one time. Yeah, he had twenty-five Galaxies, but he had eleven okay. Starliners. Yeah. Was. Yeah. Is, is there something sentimental with that car with him? Well, uh, I, I can't tell the whole story about what all happened in the back seat of one. Yes, George. George just loved him, and uh, yeah, his, somebody he knew had a star a Sunliner. And uh, he just, I mean, they were beautiful cars, and you know, they, yeah, you know, George seventy five years old, so they weren't very old then to him. Yeah, and uh, you know that white Sunliner he had, he had it for since the late sixties. He just sold it, but he said what he 60s. sold the convertible. Yeah, sure did. Bob Johnson bought it. Are you wow, serious? So. But that's how we met with Starliners, and um, yeah. Bob Johnson should open up a George Poteet museum. He's got, he's got about thirty-five of them. Up there, <laughs> it's so. crazy. Wow. But um, so yeah, I've I've been working with cars and drag racing all my life. It was gonna, I was going to tell a funny story. The, the the Falcon that I used to race with, the, yeah. the, they were partners on it, and the, and the guy was a funny guy. You know, he would pick on you, and mess with folks, and and the mechanic was he had a shop there, and you know, I mean, he was dry, no comedy, no cutting up, no nothing. Yeah. So you know, we had a team there. And we were by Hayen one night, and back in back in those days, you couldn't get a decent four cylinder head. I mean, the best you could get was a Windsor head and grind the heck out of it. Yeah. There was no such thing as aluminum heads for four cylinder. We had a small block Chevrolet in the car, and uh, we're and the car was pretty fast. It was whatever color Bob Glidden's car was is how we would paint the Falcon, okay. white and blue, red and white, whatever it was. If he changed colors, we changed the Falcon so it looks like Bob Glidden's car. <laughs> Bob Glidden, he was my hero, and I loved Bob. Well, we're by Hayen one night, and some colorful characters come over, and the uh, Man, how do you get that forward so fast? And uh, the, the guy that's comical said, well, we put Chevrolet heads on it. Chevrolet <laughs> heads? How do how you get them Chevrolet heads went forward? He said, uh, I, I don't know. You have to ask the mechanic. I don't, he, just, he does all the work. Well, Mr. Hill, he don't know anything's going on. These two guys go over and say, how do you get them Chevrolet heads went forward? Uh, 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 well, 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 it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> So that's how I grew up was you know with a guy like that you know right, so we had right. a lot of fun with that so mess around but I've worked for Ford for twelve years some of them senior master tech I was the first senior master tech in the Memphis in the Memphis district really so I, I worked for Ford for a long time and then left Ford and ran into Cotton Transmission Shop for a little while and then I opened my own shop back in '04 and uh, did a lot of work for George um, Bobby had went to work for George Bobby Madden y'all y'all know, yeah. know Bobby mm-hmm. and uh, Bobby went to work for George I didn't know Bobby. 
Yeah. But I got invited to one of their street ride club meetings, and Bobby was there, and George introduced me. Hey, this is my new full-time guy. He's working on my cars now. Said, he's going to be calling you to do some major stuff. No, Bobby didn't do engines, transmission, stuff like that, so I did all that for George. Gotcha. And uh, I came home. I said, I told my wife, I said, George has hired a full-time guy to work on his cars. She said, well, what would you do if he offered that to you? I said, hmm, I'd probably take it. Yeah. Well, three years later, <laughs> at my shop, economy's bad. Gas yeah. is five dollars a gallon. Uh, people can't afford to get their oil changed. Yeah. And uh, you know, my shop was general repair, but it turned into old cars because that's all I've ever done. Yeah. We did repair. We had a lot of companies. We did their their service work. You know, we did a lot of electrical companies. We did all their service work. We were kind of the go to shop for maintenance and stuff like that. Sure. But the old cars started happening. I'm sitting there with fifteen old cars to work on and two regulars. You know, and so and George kept one or two there all the time, and uh, like I say, this this happened, and I told my man, the economy was bad. It was it was tough all over. You know, you, you remember those days yeah, back in sure. you know oh eight oh nine yeah, stuff like yeah. that. What twenty eleven? The economy was still bad, and so, but anyway, he had hired Bobby, and uh, he said, you know, what would you do? I, said, mm, I don't know. That'd be a tough choice, and I got my own shot. Well, in twenty eleven, Alloway builds the Sunliner for George. He's built the Starliner, so he's building yeah. the Sunliner for George. And I heard it's ready. So I called Bobby. Hey, hey, can I come over and look at the car before it goes to Pomona? Yeah. He says, sure. George is coming over Tuesday. I want you to ride with him. Mm-hmm. I've never been anywhere, George, ever. Right. Yeah. You know, before, but, anybody, before, in case anybody doesn't know, Bobby Alloway built two, two uh, 61 Fords, 61 Fords for, for George. And one was a hard top and one was a, one was a uh, convertible. And they both had camera motors in them. They were identical, they were bumper to bumper. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, they were identical other than the fact that one was a convertible. Mark Morrison chassis, yeah. uh, cameras, yeah. five speeds. Yeah. Uh-huh. Black, Everything was identical. Black with red interior. Some of the prettiest cars that you could ever Wow. When he built the Starliner, yeah. I went to Columbus, Ohio to see it. I didn't have the money to go, but my brother had a Prius. Prius has just come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, think money's tight, but I want to go see the Starliner. So I asked my brother, can I borrow your Prius? And we got a cheap hotel room for one night. Yeah. We left on a Thursday. We drove that Prius up there, got 55 miles per gallon. I only filled up like twice. We got a room for $65. We saw the Starliner. We went in. I see George. Again, I'm doing work for George. Just far work for him. This was back in probably 2010, 2009, something like that. And uh, George introduced me to Bobby over the Starliner. He said, Hutch. He said, Bobby, this is Hutch. He'll show you what you did wrong on the car because he knows I know Starliners very well. Uh. <clears throat> so Bobby grabs me by the arm, pulls me around, shows me the car. He showed me all about the car, makes me get under it, look in the trunk and, and all the other stuff. And I'm thoroughly impressed. And uh, I told Bobby, I said, I tell you, I'm really proud of the stuff you didn't change. He's like, what do you mean? I said, I'm scared to death you're going to have shaved door handles. And that is integral to the car. Yeah. Bobby said, well, to tell you the truth, there is a pair of doors up there that are shaved and filled. He said, look like crap. Yeah. He said, we didn't change anything on the body. The only thing that changed was the front bumper. And I didn't know that until it came out in the magazine. Wow. They cut up three bumpers. They got rid of the tag bracket. Tag bracket uh, yeah. I got you. And that's the only thing that was modified on the body. So Bobby and I hit it off over that. But, you know, George introduced me. He'll tell you what you did wrong. Well, what do you mean? This is Bob Galloway. I'm not going to tell him he did something wrong. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway, the Sunliner's finished. And uh, so I call Bobby. Bobby and I have a relationship now. Yeah. Over that car. And uh, someone come look at it. Well, George is coming to you. Just come with him. Mm. I ain't never been here with George. 
I, I don't, I hadn't been around him a whole lot. You know, we talk on the phone because he'll sure. send me a card, what to do, and I'll email, I'll email him an invoice. I get a check the next day, you know, and that's how it works. So I sent him an email. I said, hey, I hear you're going to Alloway's Tuesday. Would it be okay if I ride along? Absolutely. Be at Juice Plus at 5 o'clock in the morning. We're hitting the road. Nice. Okay. So I hit the road and I go ride with him over there. We ride over there in a new Camaro. He's trading for a new F-350 dealer. And uh, so we it's just him and me all the way to Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay. And uh, we get to talking, and he said, uh, <clears throat> why don't you just close your shop and go to work for me? I was like, oh, hell, this is what we talked about three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the deal was originally he wanted to buy me out. Okay. He wanted to shop in Tupelo. He wanted to buy me out and just me work for him all the time in my shop. Okay. And that was the original plan. And uh, then... Some guy in Holly Springs got a divorce, lost his house, so George bought the house in the shop over on Highway 7. Gotcha. So he moved Bobby over there, so then George calls me. He said, come talk to me. Things have changed. He said, I want you to come to work in Holly Springs. I want you to just come up here and keep my cars clean, keep them running. Okay. Okay, so he said, I'll get you a truck. Um, the whole works. I'll pay you all the gas, everything. I was like, man, Holly Springs, that's 65 miles away. It's a two-hour drive every day, you know, over there and back. Yeah. So it took us about, I said, look, I don't want to leave anybody's car undone. I had three major restorations going. I had a full uh, frame off on a 67 Ford truck. I had 57 Thunderbird. I was doing a lot of upgrades on. And a 71 Pinto that we were building. Uh, turbocharged, automatic, wow. four-wheel disc brakes. We built a cool little Pinto. The world's fastest yeah, Pinto. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> so, but I had all three that's of those cars. That's not the one that's sitting at George's, is it? No, no, no. Okay. no that was no, all original. Actually, actually, the one that, that I built went to a museum in Louisiana. They really? just sold it. A guy in Hickory Flat had it. Wow. It only had 11,000 actual miles on it, and we bought a, a wrecked 88 Turbo Coupe and took everything out of the Pinto. I mean, out of the Turbo Coupe and put the Pinto. It's a pretty bad little ride. But I want that one at George's, though, with plaid. We, we left the factory <laughs> wheels. It was brown. Oh. We had it painted back brown. We put escort seats in it, and uh, nice. it had a dual tip on the muffler. It looked all stock. The only thing that we had, it was a Pinto Coupe. Yeah. So I took the Turbo Coupe badge off the Thunderbird and put it on the trunk. <laughs> so that's the only thing that you could tell that said Turbo Coupe on the trunk. That's wow, awesome. that's awesome! And that was a cool little car. He drove that thing a lot. It had the overdrive train. We put vintage air on it. It was a, it was an expensive little Pinto. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so, but, but I had the, those three projects going, and I said I want to finish those projects because I don't want to leave anybody's car undone because I can't stand that. Because you know I closed my shop. Well, now somebody else has got to start over. Right. Yeah. So I wanted those three done, and I was probably six months away from having all three of those done. I said I want to get these projects done before I make a change. He said, "Okay, no problem." So we negotiated for about six months and. In July of 2011, I went to work for him, and uh, I started out, you know, just basically cleaning the cars and making sure they all ran. Yeah. And then it just started from there. We started putting air conditions on. We were doing brakes, rewind, you know. Yeah. Basically, we built one car for him, you know, so just turned into what I'd done all my life. Just kind of just cleaning the cars, and that's how it went. And it was a cool job, you know, like Sean did an article on me in the Street Rod Life, and Oh, um, yeah. What was that, it? The, that, was a, that was a Gearheads for Life. What was it? it? Yeah, Gearheads for Life. That's what yeah, it was. was. A, um, that was, a, what was it? What I call it? Best job in the, the world? Yeah, or, they, or, yeah the, the greatest job in the greatest world. Greatest job or, in the or, world, or, yeah. Yeah. I'll have, to, I'll have to pull it. I have it back there. I've got 66 <laughs> copies. <laughs> I've got about 40 now. Because yeah. when you ran the magazine, he said, You want some copies? I want six. He said, Six yeah. cases? Yeah. I said, No, no, just six copies. And they only come in cases. There's like 66 copies in a case. So he sent me a case. Yeah. So wow. I still got like 40. Yeah. 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 He's got extra in the trunk of his car. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's, He's going to pass out so. after this. Yeah. But when he did that article, um, that was like the first issue of Street Ride Life. 
Was it Street Route Life or was it Gear? It was Gearheads for I Life. I can't remember. Right? I can't remember. What, I, think was, I think it was. I think it was. I think it was mine. I think it was Gearheads for Life. It was so. the first issue we should yeah. did an article on George. Yeah. George's cars. Yeah. George, and, my man, just on George's the, cars. The car farm. Yeah. Right. So I did the I did the farm, right. and, and then, then me on the next pages. Right. Yeah. Well, George has never seen it. So right. this is the funny story about this, and he did a good write up, and I sent him all the pictures of the cars I have and still have. Yeah, and because uh, it was it was about him right. and having the greatest job in the world, right? right. You know, right. what I mean, like, yeah. who the hell, like? And he did a dig wow, on me. George had a, George yeah. has got a 2011 Camaro <laughs> pace car, well, a real time. pace car. Yeah, and uh, it's in the shop. I just got through detailing it for his wife, and it was going home the next day. So Sean takes a picture of me reading one of his magazines, and sitting is, by the Camaro. And, and remember, he is a huge Ford Die guy. Diehard Ford guy. He does not like Chevrolet and at no, all. Yes. And in that picture, that is and, the biggest picture of my whole article, me sitting beside the Camaro. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the lead photo on it, and it's him sitting there reading the magazine, beside and and this Camaro sitting right That's beside right. him. Like, really? And, and I like, I mean, I didn't. I knew him, but I didn't really, really know him when I, when I you know, I mean, like we were starting. To he knew get, I was full of. He knew me yeah. enough. I was full of crap. Right. Yeah. So yeah. we were starting to get to be friends at the time, right? And sure. so, he so would, it he was, was buying like, his friendship by putting me. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So I was like, hey, man, you know, but but I knew, like, I was like, he'll, he'll think this is hilarious. Yeah. So I'm gonna do this because I knew seen. that he would not want a Chevrolet like. You know, like right, be all associated. Yeah, exactly. What, so it's like 2015 when you did that. That'd be no, that'd be seventeen or eighteen. 17 probably 18, at that yeah. point. Well, yeah, George's never seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So George has never seen it. The second issue of that magazine came out, and George had a copy of it, and he's sitting there reading it. The Try five national. Oh, you gave it Green. to him, didn't you? He, I don't think oh, no, 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 no. In. It was you guys had the. Uh, had the uh, setup there. Yeah, we had you, the black and white fifty six and the yeah, primer fifty five. Legends, right? So I had given I had given him some of okay, those because yeah. that car was in there. That's right. And so, so George is yeah. sitting there flipping through the second F, the second up yeah. issue. So he's just so Sean comes by. I says, and George has never seen this magazine. I said, Sean, do you have the first one? Do you have one of the first ones with you? I do. I said, bring, bring it over and show it to George. So I just slip it up to George. Don't you read that one? Well, on the front cover is his Flame 32 Roadster. He said, what the hell is my car doing in the magazine? So he flips through the pages. He said, oh, hell, that's my place. And he's reading through. When did this happen? You know, that's my car, you know. Yeah, and he's yeah, reading, you know. he reads his article you know, reads and sees all the pictures. There was two or three pages of his. Yeah. And then he flips the page. He said, well, there you are. <laughs> and there's your junk, you know, yeah. <laughs> my car. So he sits there. He leans back and he reads the entire article word for word. Yeah, just and dead quiet. Nothing. Don't say yeah. a thing. Yeah. He closes the book, gets up, goes to his 55 Chevrolet, puts in the trunk, locks the trunk, sits back down, looks at me, says, I pay you too much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, 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 is, he is a really witty guy. He is. He's... He that's can be th- so funny. Well, yeah. that's the thing. It's like he's he's one of those dry people. That, right. You know, like he's such a quiet guy, but like he'll he'll pop those well, ones here when, and there. When we were in Tupelo yeah. and uh, and he makes the joke about the being a welder. Oh, yeah. like, you never know. I might be the world's greatest welder. You know, and, 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 <laughs> and you'll have to watch. I, I guess it was episode four. But, yeah, George talks about it. He's a funny guy. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah, he is. Back when, when he was, when he's relaxed, back yeah. when he was healthy and yeah. you know, and felt good a lot, and you know he 
he cut up a lot. Sure. And, yeah. and back in the eighties, they said he was really a hoot. Eighties and nineties, before I started hanging out with him, said he yeah. was he was a he was somebody to hang out with. And I, I really had a lot of fun with him, and I love picking on him. Yeah. You know, he 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 doesn't take it as good as he dishes it. Mm. And when you get something on him, yeah. oh, he just he puts his head down and walk away. You know? so <laughs> I love getting him with something. So, so you're saying he's kind of like me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. So he was. He loved. He loves burnouts. Absolutely loves burnouts. And yeah. If I want to do burnout, he don't want to get rid of it. He don't want to. He don't want to own it. Yeah. And I had a thirty-four, a little thirty-four um, coupe. Yeah, a little thirty-four coupe. And uh, he was doing trying to do a burnout with it one day, and it just wouldn't do it. It finally did. But the next day it was broke. Mm. And uh, he came in, what are you doing? Your hands broke. He said, did I do that? I said, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I've got him on a few times. It's really funny when you get him because he just, he don't like, he loves getting you. Right. But yeah. he don't like being gotten. I loved to get him on something. <laughs> hey, man, I, I like a good burnout as much as the next guy. Bro. Oh, absolutely. You, yeah, you have no problem yeah. with the, the burnout. The power, block came over and, <laughs> the power Block came over and filmed a few years ago, and they wanted to do a special on George. That's back when Gannon was with him. Gannon somebody was with him. And uh, I said, no, George is going to want to do a burnout. I said, he'll try to scare. He loves to scare people. Mm-hmm. I mean, man's been 400 mile per hour sideways, you know, so, yeah, you know, he loves right. to scare people. I don't like the fence post that he gets close to. Luckily, he took the fence down. But uh, I told Gannon, he's going to try to scare you. Oh, I've been all kind of stuff. He ain't going to scare me. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> so, Was this with the gasser? No, this was with the 66 Chevelle big block. Okay. And uh, so he gets there. He shows up at 1 o'clock for his film, and he says, can we do a burnout? Uh-huh. I said, absolutely. So they put Gannon in the car, and. He does a burn. He's running like 80 mile per hour. Y'all been to the farm? Yeah. yeah. He's like 80 mile per hour in a little straightaway. Wow. So when he pulls in, slides in sideways, smoke blowing off the tires, and Gannon gets out of the car. I said, told you, he said, you're right. Good <laughs> 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 for him, man. The, yeah. the, the Galaxy that I have, the, the drag car that y'all had pictures on. Yeah. Because yeah. Mike did the great work on. Uh, when he bought that car, um, it had a four-speed in it. Bought that car in Pennsylvania. I think I talked a little bit about it on the last podcast. Bought that car in Pennsylvania in 2014, and I just fell in love with it. I said, you buy me a race car? He said, I guess I did. And uh, But no, I, he said, got to get the mufflers off of it. You don't have mufflers on a race car. So I took the mufflers off, did a few little things on it, and he said, <clears throat> I took it and drove it. It was good. He goes drive it. He comes back. I done rode with him in a couple of cars. I don't want to ride with him anymore at the farm. Yeah. We nearly hit a fence sideways in the star line. <laughs> He'll get in the middle of the, the road and run off in the grass, rooster tails flying close to the fence. That thing got a positive traction, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he comes back in the race car, in the drag car, points at me. I said, I ain't riding with you in that car. Get your ass in the car right now. Damn it. So I get in with him. I buckle up. He gets out. He pulls all four gears. and He, he keeps it straight. Yeah. Pulls back in the shop, shuts it off. He said, I just wanted to show you I could shift more than just doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I've had a lot of fun there, and George is a hoot to work for. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That is sure. super cool, man. But you, you had a really, really cool office up there. I mean, yeah. Like, which, is, yeah. which is where I took the picture, the main picture. Like, that was Hutch's yeah. workshop. Yep. Awesome. You know, like, really, really cool. <clears throat> Yeah. Place, so you weren't there when we did the original podcast. I was. Oh, were you? I didn't come up. I was working there then, but I didn't come up. I was, oh, okay. I was out of town that day. No, I yeah. think it, I was on a Friday. It was a 
was that Friday? Yeah, it was, I'm off yeah, on Friday. You were yeah, that's what I that's couldn't what be there. Was, yeah. I think I was racing. He got. I, think I, had a, yeah. I think I had a race that weekend with the yeah. guys. So I couldn't be there. He got everything all set up for us and all that yeah. stuff. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Eric was there making noise. We, we, uh, <laughs> Eric's always making noise. Isn't he? <laughs> we hope that uh, the the Bonneville trip, you know, it's going to be awesome. out, and uh, you know, we get to do the the podcast in Bonneville. It's kind of the plan. Right. Our, uh, our friend Zach will be there. He's not yeah. driving this year, but yeah. he's going to be on the team. Him and yeah. Scott. Yeah, okay. Zach Straits is uh, is yeah. on the Jezel. Jezel team. Okay, for, gotcha. Uh, yeah, Jezel performance. Yeah, Zach drove um, last year. Yeah. I don't think we talked about it the last podcast. We talked yeah. about Zach a little bit, but right, right. Wayne Jessel has a Dodge truck. Yeah. It's the world's fastest truck. Yeah. It's been 260 mile per hour with a turbocharged Mopar. Wow. And um, Well, it's probably it probably owns like almost every truck. Well, Wayne is really smart. Wayne Jessel owns Jessel Wildtrain. Yeah. Um, he's very smart. He'll find a class that there's no record in, and he'll build an engine for that class. Well, if you run, which you is, get a record. Yeah, I was going to say, which is, by the way, if you're going to Bonneville, that is the way to do it. Yeah, you find yeah. a class. Look at the rule book first or look at the record book yeah. first look for an and open class. see yeah, open classes and whatever else. If and it's an open class, open you run, class. you get a record. Right. So if you want to do like turbocharged roller skates. Yeah, you know, you yeah, there yeah. might be a record for that. Let's say idiot. You didn't walk from the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, yeah. just want to see that, Sean. Go there right is, ahead. There is a bicycle record. There is like 120 wow. miles per hour on a bicycle. Wow. I think it's faster than that. It may be now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think because uh, wow. they started out this this There's bicycle a more record too. starts out like. Behind a well, I've seen it because the bicycle starts out behind like a fairing on a vehicle, yeah, whatever, and it kind of sucks it along more or less until it's, yeah, okay. I don't know that, yeah, there's something. Well, to, Holy I, moly. Yeah, we need to look back, okay. we should do that. We should look at look back at the uh, SCTA Bonneville, yeah. Bonneville records and see <clears> what the weird ones are. But, but the thing is, is like, okay, so you guys are big flathead guys. Right. No, so no, I no. Am. he's a, he's a flat. Speaking right. of that, yeah, let yeah. me do something real quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just remembered. Uh oh. Oh dear. Um, I brought something for Sean and Mike and and Matt. And Matt's not on camera, but he's 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 the hardest working guy here. I knew we were coming to a shop with some Chevrolet stuff. Yeah. Uh, yes, I didn't want just to ingest. <laughs> now yes. look at look at those now. They're not just regular masks. Oh, They're Ford masks. They're Ford mask. <laughs> yes. Whoa. Man, I'm gonna leave yours on the desk over here. Yes. <laughs> I don't see Ford. I almost either. forgot about that. Here, let me show you. Oh yeah, look at that. That's, that's how you know that. these masks. Those work. are pretty rare. <laughs> you notice uh, though that the Ford is out the back door. Yeah, because you drive it. This one stays inside. Right? Right. Yeah. Right. It don't work. Actually, I had cleaned the Ford really well, <laughs> and my whole plan was like I would pull the Ford up like right there so that I could have pictures. You know, I could have yeah. But Both of your cars. Well, I can say, I'm, I'm a diehard yeah. Ford guy. When yeah, COVID hit, but, you know, yeah. everybody had to yeah. wear a mask. So yeah. I, I go to the Ford dealership, get our vehicle serviced a lot for George, and uh, went in there, had some Ford masks laid on the counter. I was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. That is so can weird, I, Can I have a couple of those? They said, yeah. So they gave me five or ten of them. And uh, I went back, and I said, I'm out of mask. They gave me a case. It's like a hundred. Yes. And they don't make them anymore. They're made out of air filter material. Ford, Ford actually makes them out of air filter really? material. Wow. So, that is so cool. Yeah, so that's really on bringing it. I thought that'd be kind of funny today. Since we're going to be hanging out beside a Chevrolet, we didn't want to ingest any yeah, you know, toxic right. fumes or anything. That's right. So. <laughs> Mull over it. <laughs> anyway, now let's go back to your story. Yeah. Later. I almost forgot I had it in my pocket. I was going to do it at the very beginning. That's hilarious. I, I don't even know where the hell I was now. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. 
You're talking about flatheads. Huh? <laughs> flatheads. Oh, yeah. Well, so you're a big flathead fan. Well, the thing is, is that flatheads out there, like, it's hard Huge. to break a flathead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. hard to break a flathead record because right. they've been running them since the beginning of one yes, of them. It's been all over it. You it's know, always just built a new one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they, it'll be out there this year. They're going for 300 Wow. in a roadster. Wow. wow. And it's, a, it's a probably a uh, half million dollar flathead. What, yeah. what, what? Well, that, that probably changes the idea on what we were going to do. <laughs> no, I'm, still, I'm still a flathead guy. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to break a record. So what, what, See, what, what, I what can run E-C-T-A. Right. Ah. It's worth Or I mean, Bythal. What are you guys talking about? Can I ask, can I ask Mike something? <laughs> what? what? I was going to ask what, what Troy did to his flathead. It's a custom. you got to run a factory block. Right. Yeah. That's the only rule with the flathead. you got to run a factory block. Okay. Um, <clears throat> kind of like the can Speed Demon. Can it be demon. sleeved? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like yeah. the Speed Demon kind of come from flat fire. Okay. Is the, it's held 302 mile per hour record. Uh, it may still hold it. It may have got beat last year by Troy. But uh, it's held it for years, and that's how the whole deal started with Speed Demon. That was a it was a flathead powered streamliner went 302 mile per hour. That engine's in the Speedway Museum. Okay, um, it's pretty trick supercharged. But what Troy did, Troy's is not supercharged or anything. I think it's naturally aspirated. But the okay. intake and exhaust is switched. Okay, um, the exhaust comes out through the top of the head, top of the block now. Okay, and the intake goes in the side. Right through the and, block. Right, yeah. okay. lots of trick, trick stuff. If you get a chance, go on Troy's website. It's Rad Rides by Troy. Yeah, there's a lot of pictures of that flathead. And it's it's really, really trick piece. Okay, so, I mean, it, it, it's such a crude piece. You know, everything. Yeah. I, I can't imagine what it takes it to get real really power. It really don't out of look one. like a flathead anymore, but it is a flathead. Okay. So, yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, I'm in. What man. scares me is three main caps. That's yeah, <laughs> that's right. Absolutely, you wind one up and yep, it's yep. Yeah, there's not a lot holding it yep. together. Yeah, I, I built flatheads. Uh, actually, the first thing I've ever built when I was 13 years old was flathead six cylinder. Dig that. And that's uh, <clears throat> my truck, my 51 yeah. truck. I bought it and uh, love them, love them to death. Yeah. And a diehard Sanford Sun fan, like I told you earlier. <laughs> And uh, we're going to Thaxton. I've got a 70. That's my ringtone. My, phone. <laughs> the, uh, my brother, when he got out of the Army, he come back and he wrecked his Jeep, totaled his Jeep. Mm-hmm. And uh, he fell asleep at the wheel. He'd, he'd been in the Army for a few years and he got hurt and got discharged. And uh, But he needed a vehicle. So he bought this little 77 Cobra II. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I'm 12 years old. This is black and gold, 302 four-speed. I love it. You know, Well, he can't get it running. He pitches me the keys. He said, if you can get it running, you can have it. Well, I start working on it. I got it running. You know, I built a lot of lawnmower engines and stuff like that. It needed a valve job. What had happened, they pulled the heads off and, and reworked the heads, and they put 351 valves in it, and they kept the valve open all the time. Mm-hmm. I figured that out. 12 years old, you know, That's I figured it out. Yeah. So I pulled the heads back off, put the right valves in, and got it running. The only time I got to drive it was when mom and daddy would leave. I knew where daddy hid the keys. So I'd drive it around in the yard and around the subdivision, you know, and you know, make sure the mileage didn't go up on it, you know. So I'd drive it. They let me drive it down the road one time. But we're in Thaxton, Mississippi. You know, like I said, we didn't have a lot of money. We're going to get a radiator for this Mustang. mile away, I see this bright yellow 51 Ford truck at a little used car lot there in Thaxton. Daddy, daddy, there's a 51 Ford truck, you know. Let's go over and look at it. We look at it. I wound up trading my Mustang and $150 for that truck. We drove it home. Four burnt valves, one wheel brake, and we're sitting on buckets. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, Daddy has the steering wheel. Like I said, I'm 13 years old at this point. I can't drive. So, Daddy's driving. We're sitting on buckets. 
every time he hits the brake, I fall off the bucket. Daddy's holding <laughs> on the steering wheel, so I'm just climbing back up on the bucket. And I'll never forget to this day, it's my first truck, you know, and uh, there's this knob under the dash. What does this do? Don't open that, son. Don't open that. But, Daddy, look. Well, this is a cow vent. Well, this thing's been sitting, obviously, a long time. <laughs> <laughs> the tow trucks just filled with dust. And said, Thanks a lot, son. You know, we can't see where we're going now. We had to roll the windows down, get the dust out of the truck. Yes. So, wow. But I, I'll never forget driving that home. And, uh, and, and like I say, it had four burn valves. So uh, I crawled in there, pulled the head off, pulled the side cover off, get the new valves. I lapped the seats and all. Like I'm 13 years old right. and doing all this. And I can't get the valve springs back on. So I call one of the guys in New Albany who's been doing it all his life. How get them vice rings back on? Well, you either got to pull the engine or pull the fender. Well, I've never pulled a fender in my life, you know. And so I wind up pulling the engine. I wind up putting rings and bearings in it and the whole works when I got it apart. And uh, put it back in, it won't turn over for nothing. Well, flatheads were tight. Yeah. Starter won't turn it over. Ah, crap. You know, this is no good. Yeah. So we get our tractor and a rope. We hook to it. Pull it off. Boom. She fires right off. Well, I had missed the O-ring on the oil filter. There's oil going everywhere. <laughs> so get it back. I drive it around the circle. Get it. But we live in a little circle there. Got it. Shut it off. I said, oh, man, I never crank again. But I fixed that leak. Fired right up. And it's been running ever since then. This is 1985. Wow. And I just pulled it out last year. Wow. And uh, put a 351 Windsor and automatic in it. Dang. And uh, that engine still runs like a charm. That's awesome. It uses a little bit of oil, but it still yeah. runs like a yeah. charm. Yeah. So, but it's flathead six owner. That's right. So, That's awesome. I've always been proud of that. And my wife didn't want me to pull it out. She said, "Who else has got the first engine they ever built?" That's right. I said, "You're right, but that's, the transmission's acting up." And George had had a seventy Mustang built by the roaster shop, and it was a three fifty one Windsor that I built for George in the seventy Mustang, aluminum headed three fifty one. Yeah. So it was all sitting there in the barn. I said, "I, I want to buy that engine." engine and transmission put in my truck so we finally worked the deal and that's so i've still got a built engine that i did in my truck right? yeah but yeah. i went from 60 horsepower to 420 yeah, so the is. truck's a whole nother world yeah. <laughs> yeah. and goodness. it still looks the same i mean it's i painted the truck in 1986 it's still got the same paint on the patina's big now mine's real yeah, yeah. <laughs> bondo's falling off you know because i didn't know what i was doing yeah and the bed you know and have bed kits back in 85 and 86 so my dad was friends with a um Oh, where they process trees. Um, a lumber mill? Yeah, a lumber mill. My dad was, yeah, sawmill. My dad was friend with the guy that owned the sawmill. So we went out there and had them cut us some oak, and we put the bed in it, and, you know, we didn't have no strips or anything. I didn't have money back. I was mowing yard. I got 150 bucks. I was mowing yards for a living. Yeah. You know, I, I bought my truck with grass cutting money. Did so it's still got the same bed in it. Of course, it's kind of rotted in the back. Oh, yeah. But it's still there, and I'm not taking it out. Yeah. I may put me a piece of plexiglass over it, but it's still the bed I put in it, still the paint I put on it. So it's got four-wheel power disc brakes on it and 351 Windsor, but it looks original. That's, that's cool, man. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. I like real original. Yeah. Like yeah. fake original, I don't like. A, t- I, a, a movie thing came to me a few years ago back in, gosh, 2009 or 10. They were doing a film. Yeah. And they wanted to use my truck. Okay. We just need it three weeks. Great. Okay. The star of the show needed a truck. The movie's called A Fish Story. Oh, it was okay. about a local guy there that had, found some kind of magic fish and it's a really goofy movie but they kept my truck three months 
Wow. Brought it back. Plugs were fouled. The brakes wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> really? But, it, but it's, it's been in a movie, and it turned out the, the truck was kind of halfway the star of the movie. Wow. Uh, they, they actually spun and grabbed with us. How'd you get it to do so that? So, 60 horsepower. Can we find this movie? Uh, don't know. I got I got like 10 copies of it. The fish story. The fish story. Why didn't you bring that? I should have brought, brought it. Yeah. The, so, uh, I can see. You man. Are you CD looking for it over there, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, there's a theater in Tupelo and they had like a film festival. They went to Canes with it. It didn't do very well. Mm-hmm. But they did it locally there at Tupelo, and they called me wanted me to come and bring the truck. Cool. So I parked the truck right out in front of the Lyric. So when everybody came out for the movie, they was able to see the truck. That's all. awesome. So now I've got A&A Automotive. That wasn't the name of my shop. It was A&A Automotive. My wife's name is Amy. Okay. Of course, I'm Alan. So that's where the A&A came from. But the reality of it was A&A got us first in the phone book. You know, with A&A oh, Automotive, yes. if you look in automotive, you were number one in the phone book. That's right. So you're going to call the first number. So. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Now, some people told me the A and A stood for other things like you know asshole and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the, really the reason behind because I wanted it to be Hutch's Garage, you know, something like that. But you know, H's are long way down. Back when we had yellow pages, yeah. they're a long way down. So A was yeah. first to come up. So we got a lot of calls because we were first in the phone books. What's well, like a lot of the companies you know used to use like Able, Able. Yep. You know, yep. that, yeah, it was a big thing yep. back then. Like there was some. There was some TV show she had. I can't remember who it was. She had named her business. That was the reason behind it, you know, the yeah. name of the shop. But, but yeah, the, I've, I've got a 67 Mustang I bought when I was 15 years old. And uh, the, the story behind it was uh, <clears throat> my next-door neighbor that had the Starliner, yeah. this guy was really good friend with him. They worked together, and he, he did upholstery. And uh, my friend Joe McDonald, uh, he's in, he was in the Air Force. He's retired now. I met the, all these people at Merle. At the track strip. Yeah. You know, I met these Rob Taylor, Joe McDonald, Joey Donaldson, Michael Taylor, people I'm still friends with today. We still get together at least once a month and do things. And I've known these guys since 84, 85. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, but Joe had a red 66 Mustang and I loved that thing. I'm driving my 51 Ford, you know, I'm mm-hmm. driving it to school, you know, and that's what I've got. I've got that in a 66 Ford pickup. Right. And, uh, so, but I love that Mustang, man, I like to have a Mustang. And I bought a 74 Ford truck for my dad. My dad financed it for me. He didn't give it to me. Yeah. I paid him $100 a week, you know, and that's how I financed it to my dad. And I wanted this Mustang, 67. So I went over and made a deal, $1,000, buy the car, 289 automatic, you know, running, driving car. Sure. Yeah. Nice interior, you know, it was blue. Right. So uh, <clears throat> I'm getting the money from the bank. On Monday, I'm going to pick it up. Well, on Saturday, I stopped. He was a friend of mine. So Saturday, I stopped by to visit with him. I look in the garage, car's not there. I said, where's my car? I sold it. You sold my car? I said, I thought we were friends. Right. Well, this guy already had the money. I said, I'll have the money tomorrow. Right. I'm tore up. 15 years old, I'm crying like a baby. Right. Yeah. I'm so angry, I'm getting my first Mustang. I'm sorry, but he came up, he had the cash, I let him have it. Oh, I just hated that guy. Right. You yeah. know, we've been friends for years, I couldn't <laughs> yeah. stand him. Right. I go home, I'm so, this way before cell phone, I'm so mad, I'm crying. I get home, the Mustang's parked in the carport at home. Mom and Daddy went over and paid him for it, brought it home. Get that was going to let here. me get the bank money and pay them back. So. Oh, <laughs> so, super nice. That's so I've still really got cool that car today. Yeah, I've still got that car today. So. Dig that. Wow. I drove it to high school and college. I started drag racing at college, mm-hmm. or after college. I actually drag raced during college. Just Mom and Daddy yeah. didn't know. And I started drag racing after college for a long time, and then I took it back apart. I blew the engine up after about 13 years. Yeah. Had a 302 in it, aluminum heads. I turned it. 
eight, 9,000 RPM for 13 years. You know, stock crank, yeah. cross blocks, wow. a lot of nitrous. It ran 1050s in the quarter back in the 90s. Hey, that's which good. was fast back then. Yeah, that's so, good, yeah, man. That's slow nowadays, but 1050s at 127 mile per hour was fast back then, especially for 302. Yeah. yeah. So, so but it's, uh, uh, it's, it's on its third build now. It's going to autocross now. It's got flared fenders, mini tubs, and really? it's just getting a little 347 with a five speed. And uh, it's going autocrossing now. So that's always a big a big thing for us. Is uh, what was your first car, and yep. do you still have yeah. it? And, yeah. Yep. I, I don't think any. Well, Brereton does. He he still had. I think this was his first car. Yeah, I think this so. This 55? Yeah. Was it? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I it, so. it cool. was a childhood car. Yeah. But, uh, Great. My, Other than Scoutmaster Jeff, I think this was his first ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing over there, man? I don't know what he's doing. Did, did he get lost? So let's talk about the um, Hutch's Fun Days. Yes, yes. Let's I, talk about I, that. I mentioned it a little bit um, last time. Um, <clears throat> I do a, actually, I think this will be the 20th year. Wow, wow. If I'm not mistaken, so I have to do the math on it, but I think it's the 20th year. Um, we started something with our... Long. I've only been there like five years. Okay. We used to do it in Fulton. <laughs> really? Yeah, we used to do it in Fulton, Mississippi. Is Fulton still... Yep, is still running every Sunday. There? Still running every Sunday. Cool. Been there since um, mid-60s. Wow. So, but I uh, started this thing with the car club, <clears throat> North Mississippi Cruisers. Well, we, we started that club in 1999. We used to, I actually, going back kind of my age... I helped start Mississippi on Wheels. Um, I was 15 years old. We started Mississippi on Wheels. That was kind of the first car club in that area. Yeah. And then in 99, the Mississippi on Wheels kind of deal kind of fell through with some of us. So we got together about six or seven months, got to start a new club, and just yeah. kind of changed the way things worked. So we started North Mississippi Cruisers in 1999. Okay. And we're the ones that put on the Blue Sway Cruise down there in Tupelo that I think, I know Sean's been to, I don't know if y'all been to it or not, yeah. but the... Uh, Blue Sweat Crew, we got 750 cars already registered for this year. That's right. awesome. And we cap it at 1,100 because we just we can't put them anywhere. Which, yeah. by the way, I got to say, like, that's like a lot of times I can't go because there's another show that pays me to go. Um, <laughs> but, like, I love Blue Sweat Crews because they actually do they do a poker run all over town. Yep. Yeah. And it's cool. so much fun because you're. You're driving, right? Like, right. I mean, no you're going all yeah. over the place. Yeah, yeah. you do a parade. But I'd have and to look at the date. There's a YouTube video of Fulton Fun Day on YouTube. And that's our first one. Okay. And uh, it kind of started as a club-only thing. And the way it really started is a friend of mine, one of my, my best friend in the world, uh, was Wendell Gadlock. He had a 71 Mustang Pro Street, and I had my Mustang. I, was I, drag I racing. thought I was your best friend. No. I didn't know you back then. <laughs> <laughs> so... But uh, he was my best friend in the world. He died in 2011. I went to work for George. And he died a week later. Wow. And I was so excited. I'm going to be driving through New Albany. I'm going to get to stop by and see because that's where he went. Now, when I used to introduce Wendell, this is a funny story on Wendell. I won't stay on it a long time because I'm, I know we got a time frame. No, we ain't got Nobody wants to hear a five-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We always do part two. It's fine. But Wendell was a vice president of the Bank of New Albany in, in New Albany. And when I'd introduce him to somebody, I said, this is Wendell Gadlock. His asset's over a million dollars. His office is right over the vault. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but he was my best friend in the world, and I, I miss him all the time. But he had, he had a Pro Street, big block Mustang. I built his engine, built his transmission rear end, and it was a fast car. So we had never raced each other. We'd been friends for 20 years, but had never raced each other. I always wanted to. Either his car was broke or my car was broke. So we kind of set up this Fulton Fun Day as a car club event, but it was a time for Wendell and I to finally race. He's sitting here with 500 cubic inches. I got a 302. He puts nitrous on his car, a dual state nitrous kit on his car to race me. I'm like, 
why you do that? You got a big block. <laughs> right. Well, we had about 30 cars that day. And like I say, it's on YouTube. It's a cool little video. Tri-Fi, Chevys, Ford trucks, street rods, you know, just people brought their car to have fun. Yeah. And uh, we finally, we the last race of the day was him and me. And, uh, <clears throat> well, he had been running six O's. I was running six fifteens. It was going to be a great race in the eighth mile. Well, he put the nitrous on. He goes 580. He didn't tell me he put the nitrous on. He went 580. Mm, that's not the tune-up I have in that car. <laughs> I go over and look. He pulls the jacket back. He's got all of his switches covered, and his bottles are covered. He's been sneaky. He put a dual state nitrous. I said, he put nitrous on it to beat me. Yeah, I didn't want to lose. Okay. So we race, and... And I had made several passes that day. My car was on Lee Spring with, with them $30 slapper parts. It was a handful. I mean, it was making quite a bit of horsepower, and it would pull the wheels about two or three feet high when it leave. And Fulton's a rough old track. And my wife videoed, had the big old video camera back then, you know. Yeah. And I'm all over the track. I'm off in the grass, crossing the line, nearly hit the tree that day. And one one pass I made, the, the track, we, I mean, people were there with four-wheel drive trucks, you know. So the track was horrible. Right. And I launched in the right rear tire hook real hard. I nearly took out the tree, and I had to lift and, and got away. And we're getting ready to race. And Wendell and I give each other hugs to be safe. Wendell looked at me, and he pointed his finger at my face and said, don't hit me. That was his <laughs> And when we leave, we both wheels in the air. I get a little bit out of the hole. I'm almost off the center line. I'm off in the grass. You see rooster tails. I'm all over the track. And he gets me a fender at the finish line. Wow. And the announcer, that was door handle to door handle, you know. No and that was kidding. a great race. And that's yeah. how fun day started. Yeah. And uh, the next year, we did it for the club again. And then we decided, hey, let's open this up to everybody. Yeah. And let's see if we can raise a little money for charity. So the third year, we opened it up to anybody who wants to come. And uh, we charged, uh, we didn't charge anything to come spectate, mm-hmm. and we charged $10 to race. Yeah. And then Alan McDaniel, the one that's president of Blue Sway Cruise, he brought his grill out, and he would cook burgers, chips, and a drink for $5, you know, if you wanted food. So he would raise money for his charity. Yeah. And I was raising money for the Tupelo Police Athletic League in Tupelo. A friend of mine that was in SWAT team I was building a car for, he was over the, the Tupelo Athletic Tupelo Police Athletic League. So we sure. started raising money for them. Well, we'd raise three, four hundred dollars in that day, and you know they put it in the newspaper, you know stuff. I didn't care about the notoriety. George taught me a long time ago: you don't do charity for notoriety; you do charity because you want to do charity. That's sure. right. And I, I don't care if anybody knows I do it. I just want I want it done. Right. And uh, you don't you don't do it to get popular. You don't do it to be famous. You do it because it's a good cause. That's right. Well, we did Tupelo Police Athletic League for several years, <clears throat> but I couldn't get them to ever bring the kids over. Man, bring a table set up. Bring the kids over. Well, then my my SWAT team guy that was over, he he retired. So uh, I've been friends with Zach since 2011. And Zach's a big supporter of this Camp Light. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know Scott. I didn't know anything about Camp Light. Yeah, which Zach Straits works with me at on Enthusiast Network. He's his and, best and employee. Like, yeah, he's, yes. a, he's yeah. unpaid he is, he and work free. unpaid and does awesome and just great guy <clears throat> all together. But, like, how'd you meet Zach? How'd you guys get to, from, 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 yeah, from, after yeah. I get through talking about the, the charity? <laughs> yeah. So we got to talking about um, um, Camp Light. Yeah. Well, I decided to do it at Holly Spring. Mike, Mike come down sick. Mike Franks come down sick and wasn't running the track. And uh, Mike, it was cheap to rent Holly Spring. I mean, Fulton track. I could get it really cheap. Yeah. Well, I decided to do it at Holly Spring. So I, and I knew Jabbo. Jabbo was a good friend of mine. I don't know if you ever met Jabbo. Yeah. Jabbo was a great guy. I love Jabbo. I know Bebop and Eileen and all yeah. that. Bebop used to race at Merle yeah. back in the 80s. And uh, so <clears throat> I talked to him about doing it there. Of course, quite more, quite a bit more expensive to do it there. Yeah. 
and uh, I set it up for Camp Light. Well, I sent it to Scott and Zach. I sent a little flyer we'd made up. Zach said, oh, man, that's great. I bet that'd be fun to come to. Well, they didn't read it. They didn't read it at the bottom where it was going, where the charity was going to. <laughs> so they didn't say anything. I was like, hmm, I thought they would at least acknowledge they were getting the charity. <laughs> so I talked to Zach later. I said, did you read who the charity is this year? No. I said, well, read the flyer again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He just got all excited. <laughs> right. It was 10 minutes later. I got a call from Scott. Oh, my God. I can't believe you're doing this. You know, right. they were just so excited. I chose those for, for, yeah. for the charity. We're coming. We're coming from Virginia. We're coming. Yeah. Wow. So they loaded up and team. And the first year we did it at the Holly Springs for Camp Light, we raised them $4,000. Wow. Excellent. And uh, what we do at Holly Springs, because it costs them much more to rent the track, right. yeah. I had to charge spectators. Right. I'd always let spectators in for free. And we would have Fulton. Never be, you ever been to Fulton? Man, I've been to Fulton one time. My buddy Sean Davis back in high school ran a Pro Mod uh, 72 Nova, and he raced a car that was <laughs> that was nothing but a chassis, <laughs> and that was it. It was a dude sitting there in a chassis, and that was it. And he, he well, Fulton, raced that. Fulton has a lot of parking. Mod. I mean, you can probably park. 70, 80 race cars, wow. and probably about three or 400 spectators. Well, yeah. toward the end when we were doing it at Fulton, we were packing the place. The whole place was packed. And I let Mike do the concession stand so he could make mm-hmm. more money on the concession stand. Right. And all we used the charity for was the $10 from, spe- from the racers. And uh, we don't pay out any money. It's just all come have fun. <clears throat> well, when I moved to Holly Springs, I had to charge spectators because right. it cost so much to rent the track. Right. Well, I charged $20 to race. It don't matter if you race. Well, at this point, it was a drag race only. Right. So yeah. it was twenty dollars to race, ten dollars spectate. You know, and it all goes to charity. Once right. we pay the track rental, it all goes to charity. Right. And actually, Amy and I pay the track rental. Yeah. So we want all the money to go to charity. Yeah. Nice. And uh, so, like I said, we raised them four thousand dollars first year. I was blown away. I'm sitting there watching the gate because I'm thinking, man, we just need a hundred people. We need a hundred people to pay rent. Right. Know? And uh, so, Amy, <laughs> Amy calls me at like twelve o'clock. Hey. I've taken in $4,000. Can I leave the gate? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. So I was, I was tickled with that. And then the next year we did it, we did the autocross. So what what year was the first year there? Um, I'd have to look at the YouTube video. It was going to be back in the 90s at, 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 Ful- at Fulton. No, no, at Holly Springs. Uh, you've been there one time at Holly Springs. What? Yeah. I don't remember the year. So the, the first year that I went? Did we have the so autocross? It's been four or five years? We didn't have the autocross the first year at Holly Springs. Mm. You may not have came. Yeah, I don't know. But um, I may have gone just for the yeah no because there was a car show deal okay right yeah yeah, yeah or just was. Yeah, yeah cruising kind of thing I was there so then that. I decided I love autocrossing and mm-hmm. uh, so I decided to add autocross because Holly Springs got the best parking lot for autocrossing it's there. huge yeah. so yeah. I decided to add autocross the second year well we raised six thousand dollars for Camp Light and then now I've decided let's put a swap meet or last two years ago I decided let's do a swap meet and cruising let's just have everything automotive right. yeah. at one place yeah so if you come in for the swap meet, autocross, or drag race is twenty dollars. Right. And other spectators is ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Know, that's just the way it is. Yeah. No matter what you drive, you know, it's just ten dollars. Yeah. And a lot of people come in and give a hundred. Yeah. They'll sure. give twenty or thirty because it's going to a good cause. Yeah, that's for sure. sure. And uh, like I say, all the folks from Camp Light, they come down every year. Uh, one of them, Scott's done went and bought a truck. We're having a truck race this year, a tow truck race this year. I dig that. So he's done Love went and bought a, a new F one fifty four wheel drive. It's eight hundred horsepower to rear tires. Oh, with a Whipple supercharger. Yeah, I said, yeah, yeah oh, they're coming after my six cylinder tow truck. You know. <laughs> yeah, they tried to call me out in my two thousand two. Yeah. Eight, 
2500 HD yes. Silverado, whatever. So, I'm like, no, I'm like, no, I'm not doing any of that. But we, we have a lot. We have a lot of five second cars show up. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, we've we've had a, we've had some huge crowds and a yeah. lot of and I get people. I'm doing it later this year. I used to do it in February. I used to do it in February at Fulton. Right. And uh, then the 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 Tupelo show, the World of Customs, which I were just yeah, yeah yeah, they took our date. Right. When I did the the fun day. Well, they've been tornadoed. Iced and snowed on. That's right. So this year they had perfect weather. Yeah. And had a good crowd. Yeah. And we enjoyed y'all being there. That was a great, great deal y'all being there. It was fun. So um, I've been iced out or I was snowed out last year and rained out the year before at Holly Springs. I was like, man. Last year wasn't snowed out. It was just frozen. Ice. It was so cold. All we did was autocross. It was so cold we couldn't run the drag. It was so cold. And, uh, but. We still raised them three thousand dollars. It was funny. Some people give us checks, and uh, I think you were at the dinner where I had yeah. the check. I had two checks, yeah, yeah. and we normally just yeah. give cash, mm-hmm. right. but we had two checks for like two hundred forty dollars. You know, from the people who give us donations. Yeah. So we used to go to Marshall Steakhouse for dinner after the right. fun day, and I'd always present the money to Scott and Kathy. They're the ones that run Camp Light. So, yeah, I'm a practical jokester, and uh, Sean can tell you I'm I'm pretty bad sometimes. But uh, <clears throat> sometimes. So uh, there's probably 20 of us there, and I said, now, "We want to make our presentation. You know, here's here's our money we raised today for the for the fun day." And I gave him the two checks, and it was 240 dollars. And Scott was tickled to death. Yeah, he's like, "Man, that's awesome! Scott, I thank you." Scott will take anything. I was like, he's "Really? Like you know, everybody's guy. like, man, that's all we yeah. raised. That was a huge crowd today." And then I reach in my pocket and handing. Five thousand dollars more. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he was just as happy over two hundred and forty. That's what I'm talking about. He was. So I'm yeah. tickled with the generosity that everybody has, and I, yeah. I love. And yeah. I have people call me. When's fun day? When's fun day? Everybody yeah. wants to go. They said, "Why don't you do two? I said, "It's too much work to do one." Yeah. And I don't yeah. want to burn people out. You know, it's right. like like NASCAR racing at Bristol on dirt. And they talk about let's do more than that. I know it makes it special if you do it once. That's right. And yeah. you don't want to burn something out. Yeah. yeah. And it's aiming me that put it on. Yeah, you know, I don't have anybody helping me. We, you know, we promote it. We do the flyers. I mean, everybody shares it on Facebook now. Right. Sure. So when we used to, we did it all by handout flyers. Right. And I would drive around, put them every business, you know, everywhere yeah. around to get people because mm-hmm. we wanted to, to, to charity to do well. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but that's that's my fun day, and this year we're we're hoping to be even bigger. Top. Uh, we moved it to April, so it'll be hopefully be better weather. Yeah. So we moved it to April twenty third. It'll be on a yeah. Sunday instead of a Saturday. I couldn't get the track for Saturday this time. Because we're doing it later. Right. So it's going to be I, on a Sunday. I actually think a Sunday might be better. I think it's going to be better. I really do. Yeah. I've had a lot of people tell me. There's only one person that told me, oh, man, and that's Grant. Yeah. Now, they were all excited. Hey, they're going to move the date because the date we always did it, his wife is a school teacher, and it's some it's spring break, and she goes to Oklahoma to see her mother. Now, mm. man, they're moving the date. We're going to get to go, and I made it April 23rd. She's got a school function that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody else has been tickled about it. Yeah. And uh, so we're, we're, we're looking forward about it. All the Virginia folks are coming, yeah. uh, Illinois. We have people come from Virginia, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Mississippi, Georgia, Alabama. Dude, we have people yeah. come from all over for this. And that's a lot cool, of people man. come test their cars. Yeah. And we have a lot of old cars that race, too. So that's, that's what's really cool about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. April 23rd. April 23rd. And the right. Corvette Club does our timing for the autocross. They have the equipment and all. They do the timing. So awesome. it is a time yeah. event. Yeah, so I have the Miata out there. That'll yeah. be, it'll yeah. be fun. I'll be that. Yeah, know. I like. Last time he wouldn't let me cars. drive the Miata. I yeah. tried to drive it. He wouldn't let me drive You're it. You're full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let. I, I'm, I'm going to say it right now. Like, if anybody wants to come down, they can drive the Miata. 
Anybody. Anyone, I mean, if you can I'll fit, wear the Miata. I can't even. Fit I was just saying, if you can fit, <laughs> if you can fit in the Miata, come on. I'm bringing my my 17 year old daughter. She's driving the Miata. Do it. I am. I'm, no, I'm totally what, fine with that. Like, look, man. I, one thing that I figured out with the Miata is like you can't you can't hurt it. That sucker will it just it keeps leans on a little faster. Like, like, you know, like, leans. Like, Maybe it makes a left hand turn really well. <laughs> right, right. But yeah. no, I can't fit in the Miata. I used to work on them and I, I wear them. But y'all got the experience of a good situation with me being big back earlier when you were in Tupelo because you always asked the big guy where to eat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and you did not disappoint, sir. At all. You did not. A lot of people ask me, where do, where do you eat? Why do you ask me? You know. You're right. I do know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when they you told know. me where we were going and they told me that name, I'm like, this is going to suck. And it does not suck. And then I went there and I was like, this is the best Italian restaurant I've ever been to. It was epic. The yeah. name is misleading. It absolutely is. Well, they love the water. When they're not at the restaurant, they're fishing. Oh. So they love the water. So. Dig that. So that's where that's where nautical whimsy comes. The nautical from. Con, I forgot where the whimsy came from, but the nautical it's, is it's, water. Because so. it is Italian as Italian gets. Yes. Right. Like yeah. I mean, like yep. yeah. it's some of the best. Yeah. They're the friends yeah. of ours are really really good. I run a I run a page on Facebook called North Mississippi Restaurant Reviews. Oh. I run that, and so that's oh, how I, I met, totally missed that. That's yeah. how I met them. You I'm, know, also, you're, you're I'm the, also the president of the Mustang Club in Chipotle. So. <laughs> you're the busiest man I know, dude. <laughs> well, when I started my new job, you know, they were asking oh, me some stuff. Yeah, now so. he's got extra time on his hands. Right, right. See, when I started my new job, I, said, I told him I was president of Mustang Club. What do you not do? <laughs> I know, right? I get it, man. So. I didn't know that about the Mustang Club. Yeah, yeah. You were very quiet about that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, we have a good little group there. We have about 25 or 30 folks in that club. and Dig that. It's a, it's a cool little club. We don't do a whole lot. We, since COVID, we haven't met a whole lot. But we used to meet every month. And uh, one thing about the Mustang Club that I really like, you know, y'all are all been in clubs. You know, you got 150 members, members 30 people work. Right, yeah. yeah. And that's just the way it is. Well, the Mustang Club is 20, 25 members. If something goes on, they all work. And uh, you know, this uh, it's I'm really proud of that. So. Yeah, this is actually my first club experience. I've really? never been in a club before now. Yeah, I, I, never, I, I wonder how that. I wonder how that happens. I've been in a club yeah. since I was 15 years old. That I helped start. So. Yeah, I, I've never wanted to be in a club. I've had plenty of people try to get me in clubs, and I'm like, eh, now I'm good. Well, our club's pretty laid back. When we started the Mississippi Cruisers, the the Mississippi on Wheels, we had dues, we had a president, treasurer, secretary. And I, I quit going. I, we had a falling out with that club, and I, I got really upset about it. And then when we started the other club, I went to the first meeting. We made it Ryan's in Tupelo in 1999. I think it was February 2nd, 1999. Mm. And there was a lot of people that joined the Mississippi Cruisers, no Mississippi, I mean Mississippi on Wheels, that I didn't know. Well, they came to that meeting. Well, I stood up at the meeting. I said, let's have no president, no officers, no nothing. Let's not have any dues, not have any of that. Nobody's in charge. Right. Unanimous vote. Yeah, I mean that's and that's the way we've been. People yeah. don't understand how we run a club with no officers. Yeah. Every month that we have a club meeting, somebody volunteers to moderate. Right. You know, we got one guy, Alan, that runs Blue Cruise. He kind of does. He keeps up with stuff, and then he does the email and stuff like right. that. But nobody is in charge. Right. Yeah. And it works great. We've got yeah. 140 members. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yep. That but way. No, that way no dues or anything. No dues. No nothing. Yeah. So there's like no money being raised from being. We raise cool. money. We raise money. Yeah, but but like but we for, used to do a show in Tupelo in the in the in the furniture market. Yeah, we did a show there, and uh, <clears throat> we did a show in July. 
they would burn up. And we wound up the furniture market was costing so much. Yeah. They would move it to the college ICC. We were doing it out there. Well, got rained out a couple of years, and this the city wanted to do something. So they approached us about the Blue Suede Cruise. And uh, they hired a company out of Alabama to come over that sets up charities. And they come in, and they raise money and stuff, and they wanted us to run the Blue Suede Cruise. So we talked about it, voted on it. We decided we'd do it. But the deal was, when we did the show also, we did the show, we did the Blue Suede Cruise in May. We did our show in July. And we were burnt out. Right. So we talked to the city, and we decided that we would shut our show down if the Blue Suede Cruise would pay our club $5 for every car that enters. Right. That way we could still raise charity money. Yeah. yeah. So that's the way it works. And now when we let the Blue Suede Cruise is over, we give all the charity money, the $5 per car, goes to the regional rehab in Tupelo. Dig that. And we have given the regional rehab over the year about two or $300,000. Wow. So Excellent. That's, man. So that's, that's huge. A, so that, yeah. was, that was the reason the, the club does the Blue Suede Cruise. Yeah. And that's how we raise our money. Yeah. But yeah. that but that's Mississippi on wheels. No, that's North Mississippi Cruisers. Huh? North Mississippi Cruisers. North Mississippi Cruisers. Okay. And we're the one that do the Blue Suede Cruise. And like I yeah. say, we get five dollars per car. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. I'm sorry I've been so, counter promoting something that exact same weekend. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Um, it's a that that's a tough weekend though. It is a tough because weekend. I'm I'm at Battle and Bama that weekend, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, you same are. Weekend. It's the same weekend. Yeah. See, when we started that, right. there was nothing that weekend. Yeah. Right. We was the only one that had a show other than Knoxville. Right. The the Nationals at Knoxville. And that don't really affect us that month. Right. Yeah. Much. But there's a lot of other shows that come up since then. Yeah. You know, one so year, Good hard. Guys at Nashville was the same weekend. Yeah. yeah. And I hadn't been back to Good Guys since then. I was pretty angry that they put them that week. And they moved it like right. three times, and I haven't been back. So, But, you know, yeah. it's like all bobbed around. Like, I, yeah. I, you know. I may go this year. It's at it's Lebanon. Tough. Yeah. yeah, but the closest it's, hotel is like twenty miles away. I know it's at the and there's no shade trees. No, they say the autocross yes. is awesome, but yeah, yeah. but well, yeah, because good guys have changed the autocross course. rules too. Yeah. Road course, no riders. No, oh, yeah, no riders and yeah. good guys anymore. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. So that kind of takes the fun out of it because I like trying to scare somebody. That's what, yeah, right. Yeah. That's, right. That's what insurance does right there. If I can't, yeah. if, if Zach rides with me and he doesn't scream like a little schoolgirl, I haven't done my job. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> How, do, are we out of time? But no, no. Fine. Okay. Good, man. No. Like, I'd, I'd take, well, Zach, you ask how I met Zach. Yep. Zach's probably one of my best friends in the world. He lives in Stanton, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Brother and from another mother. Brother from another mother. That's yep. what I call That's him. Like, but he called my shop. Looking for George. He wanted something from George. Well, he calls me because I was in with George. They were doing 61 Forge at Carlisle, the 40th mm-hmm. anniversary. And he wanted George to bring a car. Well, I'm an old country music fan. I love the Styler Brothers. That's one of my favorite groups. Well, they're from Stanton, Virginia. Oh, okay. Well, Zach calls me. He says, hey, I'm looking for Alan Hutchinson. That's me. He says, well, I'm Zach Straits. I have a 61 Starliner. I live in Stanton, Virginia. I said, well, you got to be a good guy. You got a Starliner and you live in Stanton? How much better can it get? You know, that was our conversation over the phone. Yeah. And yeah. he wanted George to bring some cars. So I emailed George, and George wound up taking 11 cars for that show. Wow. I didn't go, but George took 11 cars. Yeah. Well, Zach and I just hit it off. I mean, there's not a week go by that I don't talk to him at least once or twice a week. Wow. Yeah. And uh, we're just, you know, best of friends. We're 11 hours away, best of friends. And we, 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 we do stuff together. They come down here, we go up there, you know, we yeah. travel together, and it's just, Zach and Brenda make us better people because they don't cuss. They're really, really good people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're really nice. And I love messing with Zach because, you know, I'm not going to say the words we were talking about earlier, but we have, we have, um, Q words or whatever you want to call it. Other words like my friend. Yeah. Or melon farmer. When Zach's around. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh, he, told well, me, he told me there's a cuss jar. Yeah, and then he said, right. you yeah. probably shouldn't even meet Zach. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. so, and one funny story about Zach. Now, Zach and I, we'll ride around in a car. He, he loves to film. He, he goes live on oh, Facebook yeah, yeah. all the time. He videos all the time. I give him a hard time. I said, I call him. He's my 61-year-old millennial. You know, I took his phone away from him. We were riding on a trip, a FM3 road trip. And he was just videoing, videoing, and talking on the phone, videoing, you know, just looking at Facebook. Constant. We're riding through Alabama in my Starliner, beautiful back roads. I said, Zach, what kind of phone you got? And he held it up. Let me see it just a minute. I took it and threw it on the other side of the car. I said, now, look at the scenery, man. Right. <laughs> Enjoy the life. I took his phone yeah. away from me. We got yeah. the way we were going to Alan Johnson's. And he got out and he asked my wife, he says, has he ever taken your phone away? Yeah, he does it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but... But like I say, Zach doesn't cuss, and he he's funny. But yeah. he and I were we were riding around in the car, and we just talk. We just go back and forth talking to him. Right. And we were riding around at Bowling Green, Tri Five Nationals, in a '55 Nomad. And he's videoing. And he and I are just having a conversation, talking about the cars, talking about the people, and you know, we don't know anybody else in the world. It's just us. And I looked at him and says, "Man, we sound like the Sonic guys." <laughs> yes, <laughs> we do, don't we? <laughs> but and then you know, we were at Bowling Green for the Hot Rod reunion, and Daryl is my friend from Chicago, and he cusses like a sailor. When I get around him, my cousin gets really bad. <laughs> He's a bad influence. But uh, we're sitting there, and, and, and Zach and I are just arguing back and forth like we always do. And uh, Zach's worst cuss word is old baloney. <laughs> there you go. So, I was going to say baloney. Uh, so that's actually on the Hutch Club card. It says old baloney. <laughs> and uh, so Daryl's about half asleep. It's hot. We're just sitting there talking. And right. Zach and I are just fussing back and forth. He says, old baloney. Daryl pops up. He says, what did he say? I said, he said, oh, baloney. He said, oh, I thought he said, oh, blow me. Like, nope, no way. Welcome, Zach. Nope. I look forward to meeting Zach. He and I have a lot in common, you know, with the whole adoption thing. Yeah. You know, that's right. I've got three adopted children. Wow. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to meeting Zach is probably one of the nicest and best guys. I hope you don't watch this. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. He's probably one of the nicest and best guys you can ever meet. He is. I mean, yeah. he literally Most is. He's genuine a, person. He, he makes me a better person. Awesome. Now, what I tell him, I said, since you met me in 2011, your life has been a whole lot better. He said, I can't argue that. He said, I've had a lot more fun since I met you. So. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I keep him laughing. For a while there, he'd say, yeah, right. You know, I, I, I would just tell him stories. Yeah, right. Half of them wouldn't be true. Yeah, right. right. You know? So wow. Yeah. We exactly. did make him cuss one time. Yeah. He didn't know it. Um, we were at Bonneville, and somebody told him some Spanish word to say, and it was Spanish, and he was cussing in Spanish. Oh. But he didn't know what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but he don't drink. He don't cuss. You know, he doesn't do anything wrong. He, he's a great, great guy. I just love him to death. Look yeah. at, looking forward to it. I do anything it. in the world for him, sir. So. Yeah. Is good. We had his. Uh, He'll let us cuss though. Oh yeah, it's but not okay. a little bit. Like, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Y'all, y'all will love Daryl too. Daryl messes with my buddy in Chicago. Daryl is the shit. He cusses. <laughs> he, just, he just cusses to cuss. But we're, I love we're at Carlisle, Pennsylvania, and we're sitting there, and Dan Parsons, my other buddy in Pennsylvania, I met him through Chris Ryan through the TV show. Right. And uh, Dan, I love Dan to death. He's like, they're all like my brothers. And uh, love him to death. Dan, I talked to Dan at least once or twice a month. Daryl, I talked to him every day. Wow. And back when I was working at Holly Springs, we had 30, 45-minute conversations every day. Oh, when you're behind the wheel, you yeah, give me yeah, a shout? Yeah. yeah. Now he calls me. I'm at work. Not five minutes, I'm at work. Yeah. But um, we're at Carlisle, Pennsylvania, and Dan and Daryl and I are sitting there talking. And uh, 
Daryl's just cussing like crazy. Well, two of Zach's friends and our other friends have got their kids there. And <laughs> Daryl's MF this and MF that and just cussing, cussing, cussing. And Zach slaps his hand on the table. Daryl, language. Oh, Dan and I fell out of our chair. We're laughing. I said, oh, Dan, they got on to you. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have a hard time, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, let you know. You're going to love difficult. these guys when you meet them. They, they, they are, we have a team. When us yeah. four get together, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of fun. It yeah. really, really is. It's like a family reunion every time we get together. Awesome. It's just it's emotional. I mean, it, yeah. I had COVID really, really bad. Oh, in the uh, 2020, the, when it, before they had a vaccine and right. all that stuff, I had it bad. I had COVID, pneumonia, flu, ear infection, and strep all at the same time. Wow. I didn't know I was going to make it. Mercy. And it happened the week of the FE reunion that I was going to go to, and I wasn't able to go. So I didn't see Dan for a year. So I was able to go the next year. When I got there, we both cried. Yeah. And you know, they sent me a huge flyer or the banner for the FE race. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody there had signed it and sent it to me. Yeah. Nice. So, nice. Yeah, there's like 400 signatures on the yeah, I know banner. It. Yeah. Really Some, cool. a lot of people, I don't know if you know or not, I had yeah. cancer. No, um, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I had cancer in 94. And, wow. Uh, oh, back so, then, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah. I had colon cancer in 94, did a year of chemo. Wow. And I uh, had 18 inches of my colon removed. And, uh, so, Jeez, well, that's a hell of a year. Yeah, I like talking to I wasn't married, and I still lived at home, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. so, But I like talking that's to before you married him? Yeah, I got married in 96. Oh, I met Amy while I was still doing chemo. Wow. But uh, so I, I like talking to, I like giving to charities because yeah. stuff like, like, you know, cancer patients, just getting cancer. I try to talk, look at me, I'm big. I'm, I'm Just because you got cancer don't mean you'd be skinny and frail. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I survived that, and uh, I've been cancer-free ever since. I get tested all the time, and yeah. so, so I was reading that. And then the, the Camp Light is a campus for underprivileged children and uh, families, you know, that need help, and yeah. uh, the kids and stuff, and they yeah. they do great, great things up there. You can look yeah. them up on Facebook. It's They're always doing something there. That's cool. Right now, yeah, they're well, putting an airplane and a fire truck up for the kids to play on. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. What, is, it, is it Camp Light? Uh, it's, it's Camp Light. It's a... Um, do you know what the the other the Camp Light? You can find it on Facebook and the and the website. You look that up, Camp Light. What it is? What the actual, it's called? Something Farm. Uh, yeah, it's Creative Farms. Creative Farm, but Camp but Light I can't remember it's a, But but I think it's it may be creativefarms.org. Yeah. Which oh, oh don't worry about it. I'll I'll, they do a, I'll dig yeah, all that yeah, up. They do a um, look it up, but. They, they do a um, auction every year. They usually raise about a hundred thousand dollars yeah. at auction. Wow! Yeah. So, yeah. so S- Scott Bosley is the is the owner. Him and his wife. They started it. Yeah, right they started okay. it. They got like a hundred and something yeah. acre farm out yeah. there. And they, it was it was actually a, a, a man donated. His, well, they bought it. But they were I buying thought, it. Scott thought, was making the payments on it. I thought. And then the guy, then the guy just okay. t- told him, "Don't worry about making any more payments." So it's what, yours. Do you yeah. know what drove them to do that? I don't. You I don't know. either. Like, I don't know what caused because his kids are healthy as can be. Wow. Yeah. So but I don't, they I don't are know. The most amazing people. Yeah. Um, Scott's the one building the fifty-five wagon I told you about for right. the, for sick week and drag week. It's going to be. <laughs> well, turbo. he was going to do eighty-eight millimeter turbos. I talked him into one hundred and twos. It's a six hundred <laughs> cubic inch big block Ford fifty-five two door wagon. Wow. He said, "Man, I need some turbos." I said, ah, "I got a friend's got two brand new one twos. That'd be great." I don't know if I need that big. Oh, yeah, you need that big. <laughs> so when he was talking to the tuner in Tupelo at Southern Speed, as a as a customer, as a guy I use a lot, and yeah. does really great work down there. And uh, he was talking to him about maybe doing the tuning and doing the EFI and stuff on it. He says, you know, that's going to be over 4,000 horsepower. Oh. Scott said, uh, 
uh, uh, I don't want 4,000 horsepower. <laughs> so the 102s are for sale, and he's putting 88s on it. I said, you're still going to be 3,000 horsepower. Right. Wow. <laughs> so it's going to be, a, but it's a 55 two-door Ford ranch wagon. Yeah, uh, full chassis with it's gonna be a bad son of a gun. So Ooh. he's hoping to make sick week with it next year. Dig that. I just can't imagine that much power. He said he can't either. He said he probably first few passes would be like one or two pounds of boost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, still seven hundred horsepower. I was, I was just gonna say though, is like is is Scott a racer? Um, he's raced in the past. He's had some Mustangs and stuff yeah. over the years. Scott owns a construction company. Right. Okay. That's one reason yeah. Camp White works out real good because yeah. Scott has built everything out there. Right. He owns a construction. Yeah. He builds yeah, houses which in Which we Virginia. haven't even talked about. Like, Camp Light is, is a little town. Yeah, they've I got mean, a, a old, old gas station. They've oh got a record God. station where they make their own records. They have this huge TV, like an old 50s TV, that people get in and they do shows. The yeah. kids get in. They do a big thing for Christmas every year. They have Santa Claus and the Grinch. That's cool. Uh, wow. They have arts and crafts. They have an archery. Yeah. Uh, they have a swimming pool. They have a, a, a farm now where they actually have horses the kids can ride. Dig that. And uh, it's a it's That's a cool, cool place. Man. And, uh, yeah. man, they do built- a summer camp, and they, they'll have – Four or five hundred kids. Yeah. It's underprivileged kids. It's underprivileged or, and well, special needs. Special needs. Special needs. Special, needs. special yeah. needs. Yeah. 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 Special needs for the most part. Yeah. And uh, you know, so a lot of autistic kids and, right. and things like that. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Christmas deal no, the Christmas is, is huge. Huge. They, they sell like, out every year. Yeah, they That's start cool. they start working on that like around October. Yeah. And start, you know, it's just Lights everywhere and super um, cool. Yeah, the charity auction they have so much stuff place. donated by the locals and, and yeah. around. And we have an artist friend. Well, he drives a train. His name's Paul Hurley in uh, England yeah. in London. Yeah, uh, Sean's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I love Paul. Dude. Yeah, I know we all like, like Paul. I don't think Paul <laughs> likes me, but I like Paul. <laughs> Paul's yeah. like yeah. six seven, probably yeah. three hundred something pounds. He's huge. Yeah, and he drives a train in London. Yeah, we met him. Through the FE yeah. race. Never met him in person until last year, but we hit it off through the FE race. And, uh, um, but he, he does drawings and he does a lot of drawings for camp. And he donates those, and those usually bring three, four thousand dollars wow, to the auction. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Paul is, um, he's the guy who did the, the saw for me. The, yeah, yeah. Know, like he's, he's done a lot of I got cool it. stuff, but I mean, amazing illustrator. Yeah, it's, it's you H- sing a song. H and D, yeah, yeah. H and D illustrator. Did he tell you what we did to Paul when he got the saw? Uh uh-uh. uh Well, he come down to Holly Springs, and I gave him the saw. I said, "Let me make a video for Paul." Well, George had an old wood cutting saw, just basic, just like it. Yeah. On the rack, I said, "Use this. Let's cut this piece of wood. I'm gonna send this video to Paul." I said, "Hey, I love my saw." So, started sawing so he started wood. sawing with the wood, <laughs> and the the other one sitting on the table. Yeah. Start sawing without taking a video. I said, "Man, Paul Sh- Sean loves his saw. Man, it's cutting wood so good." He's like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, Paul's a hoot. We got to meet Paul at Pennsylvania uh, last year's FE race reunion. Uh, funny, dry, Paul drives a train. One of those London trains. Yeah. There's hundreds of yeah. them. Okay. I said, Subway. do you really? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's train. I mean, yeah, but it's. I said, do you really drive a train? You push a button, go. You push a button, stop. He said, no, there's a lot more to it than that. I said, but you're on a track. You stop and you go. He said, no, you got to go and you got to go back. Yes. <laughs> he sent us a video of all the, man, there's knobs and gauges everywhere. I said, I yeah. thought you'd just go and stop. Right. Yeah. But um, so I pick on him a lot. And he's been bodyguards for Madonna. You know, he's done a lot oh, of wow. stuff. And yeah. one funny story, I love Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean. Yeah. Well, and I mean, well, he's in London. 
and he loves old cars. And uh, Paul had a... He's uh, got American cars over there. Yeah, yeah he's got oh, a 67 got, Ford yeah, truck, a Comet, yeah. and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. So. Yeah. But he had a... I forgot what kind of car it was. It was a Range Rover or something. I can't remember what it was, but yeah. it was a, one of the London Sport Utilities, right. one of the old ones that he had modified. And he said he's going to get something to eat and comes back, and there's two pair of legs sticking out from under his, his uh, vehicle. He says, excuse me? Well, he slides out. It's Rowan Atkinson and his son. You know, he's man, I love what you've done. You flipped the axle. You done all this right. stuff. He said, I'm so sorry. He said, oh, no, no, you're Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But, you know, uh, Paul drives the cartoons. He does uh, the artist stuff. And, yeah. Well, I, you know, I hadn't been around anybody from London. It's hard for me to understand him. Yeah. And he speaks English. I thought we did. He really speaks English. Yeah. And uh, so, <laughs> and we have a blast. But yeah. he said he's going to get a T-shirt that says, what? Because ever since, what are you saying? I don't know what you're right. saying. So my car had been running kind of bad, and we put a set of plugs in it. We had it running good, man. It was doing a great job. Well, then car, and then Paul comes up to me and says, would you like your car tuned? I said, no, we got it running pretty good. He yeah. says, no, would you like your car tuned? I said, I just put plugs in and it's running fine. <laughs> Daryl walks up. He says, drone, man, drone like a cartoon. I said, oh, cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said, I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. We we had some we had some people come from the UK and we wound up going and picking them up at the airport and running them around. And uh yeah, I they were they were fantastic guys, but I'm sitting there like, What are you saying? That's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry you I don't understand. That's just it's amazing. Bit. He don't understand yeah. my redneck either. So. Right. That's right. You know, it's the same language, but it's it not is. really. It is. You know, I work with a lot of people from, you know, all of the, a lot, a lot of English speaking people from other countries. Yeah. And uh, I have a lady I work with from Scotland, and I have to pay real close attention to what she's saying, yeah. but she is just super sweet. Yeah. yeah absolutely. That, that's that's rough. No, it is. Irish, sure. Irish and Scottish are, are pretty tough to understand. That's one of my it's, favorite episodes, The King of the Hill. It was awesome. Oh, really? Bobby, Bobby comes home, and Hank, he's got his report card. He said, you got a D in English? We speak English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How does that happen? How does that happen? But Paul was really hard for me to understand, but we had a blast. Oh, my gosh, we had a blast hanging out with him. Yeah. Is he, where's he from? Uh, London, I don't know. Okay. He, just don't call him British. I just found out to call him British. That's oh, okay. We, once we found that out, we started calling him British. But nice, <laughs> nice. But you don't want a big guy like that mad at you, right? right. No, <laughs> sure. He's well, actually coming through. Uh, he'll be here in May. He's okay. not here for fun day, but he's coming to. He's going to come to the farm. He's going to Good Guys, the F one hundred Nationals, Typical. and some other stuff. So he's coming through. Well, so you can't bring know, him by. I got to meet him face to face. So, so get uh, your helmet. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I have my, I have my helmet. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I'm just joking with you about no, that. Paul's good with you now. We mess with him at FE Race. No, so. I, lo- I love Paul. Mm. I mean, like, he does, he's he's done some stuff for me on uh, on AEN. Like, yeah. uh, you know. I did your logo. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Duh. He did my logo. And um, and I've also had had it where, like, hey, anybody wants your car, wants your car uh, done, you know, whatever, written up. Uh, drawn up um which i mean he does amazing sketches like yeah yeah if you guys ever like follow h&d illustrator it's is it h&d illustrator h&d illustrator yeah h&d illustrator on facebook and stuff it's really cool because he's gotten into doing like the ipad thing he's doing the cartoons now he didn't used to now he's actually drawing yeah he's doing he's doing doing renderings he's doing renderings he's done some renderings for um yeah um 
shoot guy in Illinois. Um, Troy? Uh, no, not Troy. Um, uh, Nichols. Yeah, I saw it. Nichols. Uh, yeah, Nichols. Uh, Will Nichols or I saw it. Nichols? Shoot, I don't know. Uh, I don't Nichols know. Hot Rod. Yeah, had a TV yeah, show yeah. for a little while yeah. called Ranched or something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. But um, but <clears throat> like he he's very versatile as far as art. Yeah. Is concerned. Like his he'll do he can do a pencil sketch. He can do you know he does stuff on paper. Sure. And then he can also do it on iPad yeah. stuff or whatever. And it's amazing. I like the iPad stuff because it's really cool because he can do he can do a record function on it where you can see what he's done. See all of his strokes. Like right. the strokes ah, as it goes. Neat. And it's so amazing to watch that to me because like, I, like <clears throat> every time he puts one on there, I'm just like mesmerized about how like you see it and whatever. And like, yeah. all right, he'll erase that part or whatever. And then yeah. this part gets turned and it's yeah. is it, I wonder if it's as good as the things that, that Mike Abbott's been doing the last couple of weeks with his uh, – the posters he's been selling. Tell, tell, tell us about your posters, yeah, yeah, Mike. Yeah. No, yeah, no, he's just putting it in an app. I know, but like, he's selling them. He's selling more on this goofy app than you are. Oh, man. He acted mad about that the other day. He was like, yeah. selling more prints than me. I'm like, I never had an intention to sell prints. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was just playing with photos, and somebody's like, you should make a print. It never even dawned on me to make prints. Right. But, yeah. I yeah. quit. I quit. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, his awesome prints for you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you right. can sell them. Yeah. Paul's generosity is really good. Yeah. You know, like he does those saws. He does, and the saws are hand painted. Yeah, they're yeah, not nice. computer. Another they're hand painted. And Sean, yeah, it's awesome. like acrylic. <clears throat> but he'll do three saws for camp. I don't year. have mine now. But yeah. he did the blue sixty-one Starliner in Georgia's after Zach. You know, and mm-hmm. all he does, all he needs is a picture, right. yeah. and he draws it from the picture he sees on Facebook. He sent me several pictures that. Zach has posted something of me in my car. I'll get a picture in the mail that wow. he's drawn just off that picture. Oh, cool. See, his stuff started with Dan Parsons. Yeah. yeah like, he, 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 he drew, uh, it was actually, I think, off of a picture yep. of Dan's comment <coughs> at FE reunion yep. or something. And he drew this picture. And then next thing you know, <coughs> like he's. He's involved with this whole group. Well, somehow, he, he, did the star, he did the Starliner on a saw, and he did two other saws to auction off. Well, Zach wanted the saw because Zach did the car. Zach right. Scott restored the car. We were going to make Zach pay for it. I'm online. When they do the Camp Light auction, I'm in town. I'm online bidding. Right. And I've bought several things. I've bought things I've never got, never used. I just buy it. Right. For yeah. it to raise money, and I usually make a donation at the end, too. But uh, <clears throat> we're all wanting this saw. And Scott and I done told him we're going to make Zach pay for it. Well, I bid up to five hundred far, and I was like, "Man, that's all I can really afford to go." You're right. Well, Scott run him up to a thousand, so, nice. so Zach had to pay a thousand for the saw. Well, as soon as the auction was over, <clears throat> I get an email from, I get a, a Facebook message from Paul. Whatever you bid for the saw, I will draw you. I will paint you one, whatever you want on it, and make the donation that you was going to pay for that one to Camp Light. Cool. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, he'd already drawn my red truck, my fifty-one Ford. He'd drawn my seventy-four truck which I've had for 20 years, and he had drawn my Starliner. So he already had those in his iPad. Right. So I said, I want all three of my vehicles on one saw. He's like, man, I'm going to earn that money. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote a check, mailed it to camp, and yeah. he sent me a saw. Exactly. Super cool, man. Yeah. Super cool. That's, That's really awesome. awesome. He's a really cool guy. Yep. Well, Sean, we we got you, a lot of good friends. Are you, mm-hmm. You're getting ready to travel? Is that right? No, I just travel. 
I just traveled. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I just got back from uh, Muscle Cars at the Strip with our buddies. Yeah, Phil and, yeah, Phil, and Phil, Phil, Jill, Phil and Jill. And uh, I actually spent more time with Phil than I have ever spent with him out there. Okay. Like, because uh, in the past it was like I just hit the ground running, mm-hmm. and and you know I pass him. Hey man, what's up? You know, boom, on the next thing, taking pictures. Right, right. And um, I've gotten. I've got fifty more pictures left to go. Wow! On uh, on from day one. So from day one. From day one, and so that was two weeks ago, and and I've worked every night on pictures. Um, but you know, when you take pictures at autocross and and drag racing, you know you you put it on burst, right? right? So yeah. it's like did 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 and. Right. And a lot of guys will go and just pick one, right? right? But I always want to edit every photo. And, uh, and you know, if, I don't know, if I was better and I went through, <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't know how to say it, but, like, I always think, like, especially with the autocross, right. um, I know how I am when, when I'm racing or autocrossing. I want to know, like, how my car is performing in the corners and stuff. And those photos mean a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Like you look and say like, okay, like the fender's hitting there or whatever, you know, you, you can see a lot in, in corner photos and stuff like that. So a lot of times I'll, I'll like, I don't know. I just over, I overdo it. I overdo everything I do. Um, (laughs) I just overdo everything. And uh, so I did a lot of top end photos on the drag strip too, which is, which is something that drag guys. Top end photos are awesome, right? Yeah. And they don't get those <clears throat> a lot. It's always a starting line. Yeah, yeah, you know. So like, yeah, everybody's at the starting line. It's like, da-da-da-da. well, they right. know what their car looks like coming off the line, but a lot of them don't know what it looks like going down the down the end of the drag strip, like toward the toward mm. the uh, toward the very end. So um, uh, there's a good spot. At the end of Vegas, at the end of Vegas Strip, where you can just and you can get them coming across. Oh, cool! And in the past, I took like a bunch of those those pictures to get one because there only be one that was in focus. But now that I'm with like a badass digital camera, it's like they're all in focus. Very good. That one's out. And then, you know, like, like four will be in focus and one will be out. And then the four will be in focus sure. and stuff. So, so I've, I've taken a lot more than, than I needed to Sweet. stuff, but yeah, but really, really cool. Um, uh, Matt slab, I call it Matt slab. I don't know. It's a must cars at the strip. Las Vegas, uh, was, was awesome this year. It was, it was a total rebound, from the COVID thing and everything, yeah. uh, they worked really, really hard to get um, uh, to get the the car show count back up. Yeah, it's awesome. It was it was packed. Uh, of course, it was like uh, Dodge did their last call event. Yeah, like, I saw that on the back of like they knew they knew. So you know, it used to be Mopars at the strip, right? So. Dodge knew that, and right. so they knew that there would be a lot of muscle Mopar car, yeah, yeah, Mopar people there and stuff, and so they kind of piggybacked on that, and they did, they did the Dodge Last Call event 
And, on, and explain that because I, I've seen yeah. bits of this is the yeah. last Hellcat. So yeah, so the last. So demon. there were seven last calls. There okay. were seven Mopar last calls, and the um, you know they've done like the Swinger right. and uh, just whatever for the, for the last uh, Challengers, right? Mm-hmm. Challengers, Demon, whatever, whatever you want to call it, and so. This is the last one. This is the very last demon. All there is to it. So uh, it is the SRT Demon 170. And yeah, it's 1,025 horsepower. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Run 8.9 seconds. Wow. Right? Yeah. So 8.9 seconds. And they flew the sucker in with a helicopter. Which was epic. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. That's pretty yeah. epic. Yeah. It was so funny because I knew that they were bringing it in on a helicopter, and I knew it would be coming from the uh, uh, Nellis Orf- Air right. Force Base, which is right there, but I didn't know where to go exactly because I was like, oh, man, like, should I be down there, take pictures up at it, right. da, 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 whatever, and, and I finally decided, I was like, I was like, well, I looked, and I knew where all of the – all those guys are right. like all the media guys and right. they were all down there in the bottom. Right. Right. So, cause they wanted the picture of the car yeah. and the photos that I have of the car are not that great. I'll, I'll admit, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go up to the suite. Right. Because I want to get the car coming across the horizon. Yeah. And whatever. So I was like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get it. Come across the horizon, and whatever I get down there, I get. Right. And it, and you know, they they said that they were gonna they were gonna unveil this sucker at six o'clock. Well, yeah, no, that's what time they started talking about it. Right. It, it was you know because if it was at six, it would be very very bright, no problem. Perfect. Yeah. So an hour later, they announce that sucker, and like it comes across, and it's like. Uh, it's super dark, you know, right. so, so some of my stuff's kind of grainy, but, um, but it was cool. I mean, it was neat. I never, ever been to an event like that. Right. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, so everybody else was down on the bottom, the, the media guys. And so I was like, you know what? I just, I just want a different vantage point than everybody else. And, and to me, it wasn't a major deal to have the car, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the thing was silver with a black hood. It was look like every other demon you see everywhere you know so whatever so i want to be up top and um so i was up top and got the cool picture of it going across in the uh, with the helicopter and all that kind of stuff so mr norm challengers huh you seen one of mr norm challengers the new ones I have not, not oh. this, not this year's. They're still going to, are they still make, what are they going to be making next year? They're done next year. All? They're done at the end of 2023. They're not No going, more challengers. They're not going full electric, are they? Not, well. A charger coming out, I think. But. Yeah, I mean, the challenger's gone <clears throat> after this. Camaro's going after this so, year, too, right? For now. Huh? Camaro's going after yeah, this Camaro, year, Yeah, Camaro's going I thought they were turning that into like an SUV or some shit. What? The, the Camaro. The Camaro? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know exactly what they're doing. I wonder what NASCAR well, is going to drive next Actually, year. you know, I mean, I think both of them are not saying that they're done. That's like their most po- one of their more popular cars. Oh, what? it is the most popular. Why? Well, I mean, they sell a whole lot, though. 
Huh? Their sales are way down in the Camaro. Well, that's the reason we're talking about driving. Oh, on the Camaro, yeah, yeah, but the yeah. Challenger's still through the roof. I mean, like, yeah. the, the Challenger and the Charger uh, beat the Camaro and the Mustang. Wow. I mean, they're both. Yeah. I was in a Dodge dealership huh? yesterday picking up some yeah. parts. Yeah. They got one of those new 4 by 4 trucks with the supercharged thing yeah. or whatever it is. Oh, like a T-Rex? Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. $132,000. Oh, that yeah. That's, that's crazy. Oh, it's a conversation yeah. he and I were having yesterday about uh, a lot of these dealerships are overpricing and going mm-hmm. over oh, right. MSRP. Oh, big time. Oh. Um, and they did the Mavericks. Oh, yes. Just entry level hey. truck. They were charging yeah. five ten thousand. Okay, so so here's the I'm deal. I'm a little pissed that they put the Maverick yeah. name on a truck. So here's the deal. I like with, the Mavericks. Here's the deal with the de- Demon 170. Uh, you know, it, so it's, it's MSRP, I think is a hundred, whatever, hundred is a hundred thousand point, blah, blah, blah. Right. So, but you know, there's only 3000 of them going to be made at the most. 3000? 3000. Wow. So it's 2,500 to 3000 is what they're saying. And, you know, specific, uh, uh, dealerships will get them and blah, blah, blah. So. But uh, current red eye owners mm-hmm. will get first dibs at the Demon One Seventy. Okay, right. So there are people I've heard uh, selling their spot mm. to get that for a hundred grand. Wow! Just the spot, not the car. It's just the spot. So it's a hundred grand to get what? the spot. Hundred grand to get the spot, a hundred grand to get the car. That's wow. insane. A two hundred thousand dollar Bic Razor. Yeah, that's crazy. It's the world's most expensive Dodge. Eight point <laughs> nine thousand. Yeah, or eight point nine seconds in the in the quarter mile. That's great. Car. Do you know what kind of yeah. old car you can buy for two hundred thousand dollars? Right, right, man. No, totally. But here's the deal, though: is like think about it. If you're a collector. And the way that the collector car market is gone now, huh? I'm buying a Superbird. I know, I would too, but but I mean that's what that is, right? Like nobody knew that the Superbird at the time of the Superbird was going to be worth a million bucks, a million dollars. Just like the GT Ford had, that Mm -hmm. George had, right? Yeah, you know that's how my whole race car deal came along. Jason Johnson over in Columbia, Tennessee, bought it, and he's got three others of them. But mm-hmm. you know those cars, they were retailed for you know six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, you know now they're a million. Yeah, wow. So I oh, went yeah. over to Jason's place uh, in February. Yeah, Jason Johnson's Johnson's horsepower garage. He sponsored two pro stock cars. He jumped Erica and Bo, and yeah. he sponsored a funny car. But he owns Coke Park. Lots of money. Yeah, but he's got eight red eye Challengers. And wow. he's got a Mr. Norm Challenger. Wow, I never had seen the Mr. Norm Challenger. Yeah. Mr. Norm Challenger is amazing. Move that up. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like I ain't even hearing him. Hardly, oh, the wheel broke. Oh, the wheel broke. I'm hey, looking right. at it. Okay. Man, Sean yeah. must have welded that. No, Javier. That was Javi. I know Javier's Mike didn't weld it because no. he didn't hold the earth. That was, that, that was Javi. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he had the Mr. Norm Challenger. I never heard of those. Yeah, they're white and gold, white and gold interior, and they're like 800 horsepower at your tire. Nice. And uh, he fired it up for it. He's got Lamborghinis, Ferraris, and. You know, yeah. stuff like that. Lots of exotics, lots of muscle cars. He's got super birds, and he's, he's yeah. a big Mopar guy. Yeah. He's actually got a lot of the older Dodge trucks, and nobody's reproducing parts. So mm. he's having grills made out of carbon fiber and chrome for the, wow. for the old 70s Dodge trucks. Yeah. But um, 
But he fired the Mr. Norm Challenger up. Oh, my God. Yeah. And just, it's obnoxious. When he yeah. shut it off, I said, have you done anything to that place? And that's what it came. Wow. And like, it's got the old rally-looking wheels on their 20s, but they're like the old rallies off yeah. the 70s Challenger. Yeah, yeah. It's a, look up the Mr. Norm Challenger. That's a that's an awesome Are you car. talking about the old? No, it's brand new. One. Okay. Brand new. It's a right. tribute. Yeah. Because yeah. right. yeah, Mr. Only, Norm made, was they only made, the guy. They only made just a few of them. Yeah. Wow. But uh, Jason's a big Mopar guy. He told me that all the Hellcat engines, they're not making them anymore. And uh, he bought all that was left. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. that, that's a shame. I, I, I wonder what, what's going to happen, you know? I don't know. Ford says they're staying rear-wheel drive V8 and Mustang. Okay. So, Except for that little EV thing. That's not a Mustang. SUV that's that, a, that that's a, a Mustang. Oh, no, it's, a, a, it's a Mustang. They call it a Mustang. Uh-huh. They yeah. should have never yeah, called it a Mustang. It's called a Mustang. Well, you know. Well, I, look I, at what I, happened to the Chevrolet Nova. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hatchback. Toyota Corolla. Yeah. I I don't care about the Nova. That was not the swan song car of the of Chevrolet. I'm just gonna I'm gonna be honest. I've been real negative about the electric car thing up until the present day, and I thought about it yesterday. Mm -hmm. Nobody drives their cars anymore anyways. They're they're on their phone while they're driving. So I'm actually looking at it completely different. So cars are now the whole world will be in self-driving cars, and I'll still be oh, yeah. in my old car mm-hmm. burning fossil fuels. No, no, you won't be allowed to be. Have what are they going to stop Tesla? me in? Have you ridden in a Tesla? Just saying. If I am, yes, I have. Yeah. You ridden yeah. a Plaid? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, Plaid's crazy. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, mean, I get I'm it. in a 1956 what? panel truck. They're in a Tesla police car. Right. They're going to stop me? That 56 panel truck's going to go through that plastic POS. <laughs> They're not going to stop me. The yeah. car's not plastic. Yeah, that, car is, that car is the cheapest made car I've ever seen in my a life. Tesla? Can, I cannot yeah. believe they charge that much for that cheaply of made a car. <laughs> like the door handles. It doesn't matter. It's, the door it's handles saving feel like the a, world. <laughs> you understand. Says every one of the kids in that, that mine down exactly. in South America. Exactly. But anyways. I don't care for the electric cars, but after riding that plaid, I'm impressed. Oh, yeah. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The horsepower. The horsepower is impressive. The horsepower of them are amazing. And and it's great if you live in the city. If you live in, you know, here, I don't know, Iowa or, yeah, anywhere (laughs) that's like rural, then. Yeah. It's it doesn't make a lot of sense unless okay you have a, a badass charger at your house that you can charge. Even still, my, my blah, brother-in-law but has it's just, yeah, but he, you got to pay so much for a freaking yeah. charger. He has two. He has well, he might have gotten rid of the first one, but he just got a brand new one. You know the SUV ones with the gold wing doors. I'll, I'll hand it to him on those gold wing doors. The engineering behind those. Like, I had to open and shut those doors like three or four times so I could look at how it works. Did he do the Easter egg thing for you, though? That's Uh, really cool, too. Yeah, but he's into that. But here's the thing is he has the top of the line charger at his house. All right? And and we'll go out. And he's like, well, it's going to be like 6 o'clock. I don't want to tell you why. And he has to take this thing to some other supercharging station and pay to have it charged, even though he has the best charger you can buy at his house because it doesn't work right. None yeah, of it right. works well. Right. Right. It's it's still it's still a work in progress, and that's that's how. My brother's yeah. got one of the truck ordered. One of the trucks ordered. 
Yeah. One of the one fifties. The cyber truck? The Ford truck. The Tesla truck. Yeah. Oh, the Tesla truck. They make it. He's got a deposit down there. When when does that thing come out? They announced that like four years ago. There's been a few things I've read about Tesla that he's said was coming and never happened. But the truck's probably going to happen. Yeah. But, you know, it's like a Hummer. The new, the Hummer all electric. Yeah. i got a friend. He's had his deposit paid for over a year and still ain't got it yet. Yeah. Yeah. And now the value's going down on a little bit. Yeah, you know, they were selling at auction for two fifty, and now they're down around one hundred seventy, one hundred eighty, and they cost a hundred thousand. That's insane. That is insane. <laughs> it's all insane. Well, guys, let, let's wrap no. this one up. Yeah. Uh, does anybody have anything coming up that they want to uh, talk about? Well, obviously. Oh, we're, we're going yeah. there. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was I, just saying. I, yeah, obviously, that's the thing. This will be y'all's first time, right? Huh? Yeah, this will be I, your I first have, time. I haven't been there. It, it won't be mine. You've been there? Yeah. Have you? Okay. Yeah. I didn't I, know that. I yeah. have not. I didn't know but we had I a celebrity be, in our presence. No, you there. didn't. You, you had you had white trash nobody. That's why you didn't know I was there. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, now he's now he's celebrity yeah. status. Well, he worked on my car, and I got to know him now. He's yeah. celebrity. <laughs> that's what it was. His sticker's on my car. Yeah, that's right. That's you know, right. I was a little disappointed in that sticker. Yeah? I thought it'd be bigger. No, I don't. I don't like Patrick Swayze. I don't overcompensate. Do you, Do you want me to get you a big sticker? Am I auto enthusiast? Yeah, yeah. What is it going to say on it? Does really nothing. <laughs> I got a camp white sticker. Badass pictures, huh? Yeah, I got one. I got one on the front of the uh, front of the outlet over there. I remember, like I said, I didn't know Mike because I made him do my car. And yeah. I said, if you got any stickers, put a sticker on the car. I get it back, and it's like that big. I'm like, nobody's going to see that. We need it big. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an understated guy. <laughs> really? But I, I tell you, really? everywhere everywhere I went with my car uh, last year, yeah, they thought the firewall was amazing. Thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. When I went to I mean, you know, went to Bowling Green, I couldn't fast tech. So I took it to Mike. I go to Indy. Mm-hmm. Man, I hope the fast tech. Tech guy's looking at it, it's like, Wow, that's really nice. <laughs> I said, it's probably the nicest firewall on the ground. He said, it absolutely is. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Mission accomplished. Big <laughs> that, man. Boom. Go so, Mike. Yeah, awesome. just everybody, please come out to Fun Day. It's going to be a great day. The The weather's going to be awesome. I ain't even looked at the weather. We just know it's going to be awesome because yeah. uh, we picked a different date. That's right. And uh, come out, autocross, drag race, swap meet. Just hang out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, cruising, you know, cruising. There's a cruising uh, drag race. It, drag race if you want. You can cruise in. You can drag race if you want, right? Like, yep. I if mean, it's, in, all, it's, it's all the same price, to get right? in. Yeah. And uh, if you decide you want to drag race, my wife usually tries to talk you into doing it at the gate anyway. Oh, come on, race it. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely going to do that. Yeah. But if you decide you want to do it later, go back to the gate, pay $10. She'll yeah. give you a number and yeah. you, can yeah. run, you can run. And the $10, the $20 covers it all. Right. Okay. You can autocross, drag race, the whole works. A lot of people make a pass down the drag strip, go to the autocross, and go back to the drag strip. Well, I'll tell you so. what, that knocking that I have in my Ford. You'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not a knock in the Ford. No. No. That is the knock in the Chevrolet. That, that, is, that is in, in the Ford. Ford. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but, but in any vehicle's defense, it has absolutely nothing to do with brand oh, no, when it no, comes no. to Sean. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to drive it Sean hard. drives it oh, yeah. all the way, <laughs> no matter <laughs> what it is. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, yeah. you got to be and tough then, if you're yeah. going to hang with me. Yeah. yeah, that's right. The whole time, like when he started it up earlier, when he asked you to work on the carburetor or whatever, I was like, what's that knock? And we, I swear we've, we asked 10 times, 
what's that knock? And he never acknowledged us because saying, I don't what's know, that knock? I don't know what it is. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. Whatever. It's, like, <laughs> it's not getting like, worse. Drive it. No. Like, yeah. That's yeah, what I'm going to do. Just keep driving it. You know it's when right. it breaks? You know, he'll know what it is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> let, me, let me know when it, when it happens. Oh, yeah, you will. It's going to be, yeah, it's either catastrophic or there's just something just. Yeah, I think something's yeah. bumping. You know, I, I don't think it's internal. No, not at all. It wants out. I'm it's sure it's forward putting its place. Sure, yeah, that's right. It's knocking because it yeah. wants out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure. It's, I'm sure it's fine, Sean. It'll be Just fine. Keep driving it. I Sorry. am. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. You know, I got a hundred bucks. I keep in my wallet for a tow truck. So that's right. You know, that's all you need. That's it. Triple A is awesome. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're just driving around town, you're good to have. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate than, y'all having me. Yeah. yeah Other you. than yeah, fun days, we're also doing um, Blyville, um, same weekend as Blue Slade Cruise. Okay, so that's so in May. If yep. you don't want to go to Blyville. May 3rd or 4th, 5th, 6th, right around that time. Yep. 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 So which is the, the time that I'll it. also be at Battle in Bama. Yep. Uh, in Mobile. Yeah. So I'll be doing that. Lots of things yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah there is. Like, this is the time in uh, in in the South for sure that we're yeah. all like balls to the wall and trying to figure out like doing our thing. All right, I'm going to this. You go to that. That yeah, was the reason yeah, it was hard for me to put a date together for the fun day because yeah. Yeah. I wanted to do it later, but not too late. Yeah. Right. So I sit down. Right. Because that was always everything a, I could come up with. It was happening, yeah. and I didn't see anything on the 23rd. Right. Like, and, and it's another thing did on Sunday. Yeah. It won't affect a car show. Right. You know, and uh, and also there's no race that weekend in Hollow Springs. Normally we have the track till three o'clock. Yeah. Right. We'll have the track all day. Dig nice. So, yeah. Good deal. Yeah, which is smart. I mean yeah. I, I think it's a smart move. And it's one of those things where it's like it, like you said, like you had it early on because it was like awesome, you know, my there's never anything the, going on there. My biggest problem with doing it on Sunday was my travelers. You know, right. they got to be back to work. Right. And you mm-hmm. know, I, I just hated them to travel on Saturday and Sunday. I mean, on Sunday and Monday. Yeah. Because normally they would come down on Thursday. We'd go out to eat Nautical Wednesday on Thursday night. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was part of the, the trip. Now we're going to Nautical Wednesday on Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> so I've already got a room booked for 25 people on Saturday for, awesome. for that. So. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to write that down. I was fixing <laughs> to say, <laughs> I was fixing to say are you, is, does, does 25 include us? Cause Absolutely. That, yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Are we doing Marshall Steakhouse one night? Not on Sunday. We're not. They're not staying in Holly Springs yeah. this year. Oh. They're staying in Tupelo. Holly Springs, the golf course is where we usually stayed. Right. Yeah. But in Holly April Springs. they have a golf event, and if you book a room, all they needed was Saturday night. Right. The only they could book them was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. They wouldn't let oh. them have a room for just Saturday, okay. so they're all staying in Tupelo. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Tupelo's the place to be that weekend. I guess so. Amen. That's, yeah. that's not a bad thing. No. no not at all. Not yeah. whimsy. I'm all that was the reason, you know, they were all staying at the same hotel. I got Jason and Tasha Graham that came over for the to visit with us that they now Jason and them live in Portland, Tennessee. Right. And they'll drive over to Tupelo to come visit with us, go eat at Nautical Whimsy, and they turn around and go back home. Yeah. Wow. That's how much they love it. Wow. Yeah. But I said, man, come on over for World Customs, you know. Yeah. And so they come out and hung up for the weekend. Well, I put them up in the hotel where all them are staying. I don't know where you stayed, but they said you didn't want to stay with them. Yeah. But uh, the <laughs> 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 So that's when Sean told me, he said, go, go over here tomorrow and get some dirt. See, would you look at that? Yeah. <laughs> No, no, I'm 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 such a uh, I'm such a celebrity and a rock star. I made sure that all my guys had a room, and I had nowhere to stay. That's, right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. No. So I, I'm going to give a quick shout out to it's. Uh, so Camp Light yep. is is the uh, charity that this is for, and it's Creative Works Farm. 
dot right. org. Okay. 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 So so Creative Works Farm is is who puts on proud home of camp camp light. So um, Scott is an amazing dude, and yeah, the auction is coming up in May. Amazing also. They place. Yeah. Some awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah they have an auction that, and they actually do it online do as it well, online. right? Okay. So they so, didn't do it yeah. the first year online. Yeah. yeah, and I'm trying to bid through Facebook. Zach right. bid for that. Zach bid for that. So the next year they did it online. Dig that. <laughs> Dig yeah. that. So you can actually log in and, and do their their. I, it's it's they an hour. It's over an hour long. Yeah. Like it's it's amazing. Zach auctions off. Zach auctions off nine hours of detailing. Wow. I think it's nine hours. Something yeah. like that. Which and, uh, I think I'm going to bid on that thing and make him well, make him come like, all the way here. To, no, it says local. There's rules. It says local. Because <laughs> Scott will bid off eight hours of electrical or eight hours of construction. Right. Yeah, because that's local what he only. Does. Local yeah, only. Right. Right. So I need a house built, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Zach, will, Zach will auction off like eight or nine hours of detailing. Wow. Well, a guy usually pays like $2,000 for that, and he brings his wrecker. Yeah. <laughs> so Zach, oh, Zach wow. has to polish the bed. Yes. <laughs> Epic. Yeah. We always love that. And this this year he said the same guy bid. He said, "Can you bring a little car?" Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Just a mini. Just want to do a mini. It's my mud truck. I'm going to yeah. bring that and have you right. detail that. That's right. Yeah. So, oh my god! But there's a lot of people really give generously to that, and it's it's, yeah. it's, it's awesome. They, it's going to be have fun. Just some cool stuff. Yeah. Yep. So we can't wait to get we love get this out. we love Camp Light. You yeah. Know. Uh, Sean's sure. done an event for Camp Light as well. Yeah. 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 That's where I met y'all. Yeah. 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 I've been there. I I went when we did the uh, we went up and did uh, the what the heck is it uh, Blue Ridge or Blue, Blue Ridge yeah. yeah Blue Ridge Parkway and yeah. and uh, Sky Skyway or was yeah. it Sky Yeah, I can't. I was going to do Christmas this yeah. year. I was going to we be. We went there and it was awesome. It was cool. I was going to be Frosty, the snowman. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but I got sick last year and I couldn't oh. go. So, so you got to do it this year then? Yeah, maybe so. Uh, yeah. Can't wait for that. They have snowball fights. I might have Dig to get that. That's they cool. A, they got a snowball machine. But do they need a Mrs. Claus? He's not busy. <laughs> He's a hockey player, he says. <laughs> He had a strong shot. He just couldn't ice skate very well. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I don't understand. Okay, well, thanks, everybody, for... <laughs> this has been the Hot Rod Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys. Cool. Hey, a new nickname for Sean. Yeah. That's Puck. right. That's right. Yeah. Call him Puck. Yeah. Call him Puck. Puck you. All right, so... Oh, baloney. <laughs> oh, baloney. <laughs> Anyway, oh, I had a great time, guys. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks for coming. I see how Sean does me, though. Y'all go to other people and make me drive up here. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't worry about it. It's only two and a half hours. It's, a, right. it's 150 miles. Right. Yeah, I was surprised he drove <laughs> you way up here. I, I brought that up. No, he offered uh, He yeah. offered to do it in between. I said, man, don't worry about it. I ain't got nothing going today. My, my, my car I work on on Saturdays, they're out of town this weekend. So it's okay. my first Saturday I've had off all year. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Our timing is good. So, yeah, so he just wasted it by driving. Yeah. No, never, never a waste when I can hang out with these guys. Not you, but these guys. <laughs> Brilliant. Yes. Okay, thanks, everybody. <laughs> it's always fun, guys. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to seeing y'all at Fun Day. Yeah. Amen. Oh, yes, yes, have you ever ridden on the autocross? Yeah. I uh, uh, Well, now you're going to drive on the I'm going to drive on it. I'm driving Like, seriously. Car. You'll, like, uh, I'll, I'll take be, you for a ride in the 61. I will. Oh, oh okay. Be, yeah, that's always entertaining, yeah. by the way, because, like, it's if you're it's it, a bench like, seat. Yeah, yeah it's, right. a bench, <laughs> it's a bench. It's a bench. It's a bench seat. You're like, so, so we're gonna be lapping up. Yeah. Zach will tell you yeah. 
that he's ridden and driven a lot of fast cars, but nothing's as fun as my Starliner. Dig that. Because you're in a bench seat in a car that's not supposed to be doing it. You're holding on for dear life, and you're like, are we going to make it? It's not yes. going to go through that turn. The, <laughs> the threat is real. And yeah, I've had is. Zach screaming. I'm the reason Zach started autocrossing. I took him for a ride at Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. I went and bought a car. Dig that. It's not going to make it. It's not going to make it. Oh, good job, good job. And then... When we were in Memphis and I missed the turn, well, the car wouldn't make the turn. I'm, there's pictures that Sean got me. There's smoke coming off the tires. The bumper's almost dragging the ground. Zach, I think I've seen that picture. Zach is filming. And, I, I mean, I, Kyle Tucker taught me how to autocross. You don't break and turn. Yeah. Right? You break, and then you let off, and then you turn. Well, in the video, you hear me, because I'm trying to get it to turn. It won't turn. Now, I've got the wheel all the way clocked. It's not turning. It's going straight. I said, Zach. Hold on, we're not going to make it. He's like, what? Oh, my God, we're off the road. <laughs> we hit the curve. We're in the air, about a foot high. Boom, and we land wide open, rooster tails coming out from the grass. <laughs> we get our tires slip. I said, whoo, knocked off two seconds. Zach said, we didn't drive the whole track. <laughs> then we get back to the pits. Zach gets out of the car. He's like, I got to walk it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He didn't miss a cone though, no, so technically, that's right. I, I don't hit many cones, <laughs> but it's it's a hoot to ride on the autocross. It'll hook you on yeah. it. Yeah, no. yeah. That, that's the greatest part about autocross. I've said it before: is like it doesn't matter what you're driving, you're gonna have a freaking blast. Right. But so I would love to take the Fairlane, right? Yeah. Maybe if I can find somebody to take that or make some new trailer tires. trailer this, like. I'll, I'll allow anybody. Yeah, the back tires are gone. On but it, don't, it doesn't matter for autocross. So, you don't have to have really good. Well, I'll make sure to but, take you off for riding. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. Let's do but, it. but anyone can drive Can drive that. My yeah. friend Grant, me out first time sure. he rode with me, they had one at Tupelo. Mm -hmm. Rick Club put it on. and I had the car ready to go to the body shop and be painted. There's no bumpers on it. I done stripped it kind of down, get ready to body shop. And I had run the autocross at Good Guys once. And, man, here we are at Tupelo. And, my car sitting over at the shop. I said, man, I need to go get some. I'm running it with no bumpers. Lights are out of it. I go get it. Well, Grant rides with me the first time. Well, the, the good guys have cones all the way around the course. Right. Well, the Corvette Club and the way the pros do it, there's cones like every 50, 100 feet. Right. Maybe yeah, if that's much. pointer cones, cones and stuff. Right. I've never done that before. I was lost. Right. Yeah. So Grant rides with me the first time, and I missed several cones. I said, well, just tell me where to turn next time. Right. So he's like, go left, go right. Faster, faster. Too fast, too fast, too fast. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to turn wide open. We're sliding around that thing. So. But he went and bought a car. <laughs> oh, good for him, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's on his second. Yeah, he's on, on his, his second car, car now. now so, yeah. Yeah. So, of course, Zach's on his second. Yeah, right. So, wow. I've been a bad influencer. I you think, have, so. man. Right, yeah, Zach's got a 63 Falcon. That's yeah, awesome. he's so. just had a lot of chassis work done. It's going to be fun. He had it there last year. but Yeah, we'll, yeah. Cool we'll talk to those so. guys when they get here, hopefully. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll do bring them on the show. Yeah. 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 Maybe awesome. Nalka Whimsy should set us up with a little down. Maybe so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we talked about Zach and Leon on a podcast together. That's yeah, that'd, be that'd be cool. That'd, oh, that'd, that'd be really that'd be their thing. own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we, we could do that too. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, well, well, we man, better call a, this. Had up. a great yeah. time. We didn't get any pizza like I was promised, but yeah. uh, no, we can we can order it now. It's only eight o'clock, so we're good to go. Dig it. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, get us out of here, John. Guys. All right, well, hell, I don't... He's it's not Javier. Don't don't like, yeah. It's Javier. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like Javier. This has been Hot Rod Blues. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. Bye. I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Bye.